Okay. Well, this is episode 91. Is it 91? I feel like it can't be 91 yet. Yeah, it's 91. Jesus Christ. So, Anne, how's your week been? Your couple of weeks? What? 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 What bullshit? Not how you your couple of weeks now? been? How your last two weeks been? You went to you went to Comic Con. You saw Jason Momoa. No, I didn't. He wasn't. I didn't see Jason Momoa. Do you not? No. Did you watch the Aquaman trailer? Yeah. How'd that go? We really spoke ago. about it, didn't we? That's weeks and weeks ago. Spoke Jesus about it already. Christ. Sorry. Sorry. It's a problem nowadays. It's not up to date. I'm an old man, and it's one month exactly until I turn thirty. Turning thirty years old. Next month. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I'll get out of the country then. I'll remember to. Because you remember what happened last time I turned thirty. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Bad. Mm. Yeah. Got locked in a cave. Loads of people were like really pissed off at me for some reason. All I was chatting about was how, you know, sometimes there's a fella, and you think about him, and you think, what would that fella do? And then people just got really annoyed. They didn't want to hear about the good stuff that they could do for other people. They were like, you know what? This guy's got some crazy ideas. Yeah. Did you try being racist? No, but they did write a script about it. They wrote, they directed a whole film about the sort of the end and what happened after I got trapped in the cave. Yeah. Did you see it? No. Matthew McConaughey was in it? Christian Bale? Gerald Butler? Rain of Fire. Yeah. Rain of, I don't think Rain of Fire... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, smile on your face and you realise <laughs> that's the first time I think that that's the, my intros made you laugh that's, nah. that's, no nah. it's at least the fifth or so okay anyway so 91 episodes down here we are the world is ablaze everything's going crazy I found out who Gavin McCam- McKinless is today Gavin McSomething I so, want the guy with the stupid facial hair <laughs> yeah the guy with the twirly beard yeah. That guy's a cunt. Yeah, I was. I, I didn't know who he was, but I remember a video from him like years ago that was really like just some passive video about wrestling babies. It was kind of a joke thing, possibly. And then like, he probably wasn't joking. No, no, no. Like it was like this. He had a kid, and he was like, huh, "This is what you." He, and it, it was just because I was looking at Morgan Spurlock videos that it sort of popped up. And I'm talking like years ago, like almost almost a decade. Mm. Um, maybe maybe not. That Maybe like five years. I don't know. Anyway, um, and and I saw his face and I was like, I know this guy. This guy, the fuck is that? But now he's like full on like the Holocaust didn't happen and shit. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking monster. He's a Nazi. Yeah. Did not know back in the day. Yeah. I watched that baby video as well. I was like, this guy has kids. These people are allowed to breed. Anyway, I also saw some pictures of some Proud Boys, which oh, I found out what Proud Boys were. Nazis, yeah. That was interesting. So they dress up like superheroes. But like superheroes who are constantly battling just one enemy. I thought they usually just wear khaki trousers and no, no, white no, they, polo some of them shirt. wear like green, like combat armor. But what's really funny is they don't make combat armor in husky. So yeah. they've got this tiny little like combat combat vest in the middle of like these elasticated straps. Mm. It's like you've got to hope that they don't aim for like the outside of your lungs or like any of your gut because they can just hit really easily. Um, also, you can green 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 stuff onto it, and I've seen some great ones. Like there's people that. Have done like pride designs on them so it's like gay man the hero we need now <laughs> hmm. um, but anyway no so proud boys i found out what they are and they're a reprehensible bunch but also i think that the only real villain to the proud boy is diabetes type one and type two hmm. probably at the same time like peter from deadpool 2 so you're a nazi now i'm not a nazi now no i've just i've recently been finding out like stuff that sounds passive is made to sound passive for a reason so this proud boys thing i thought it was a joke 
I thought these were like no, they're actually cool. These are actual that. people called Proud Boys. Yeah. I thought it was a joke made up, you know, by by the more left wing people like us, and not the right wingers. But no, it's actually what they picked as a name. Yeah, and and they go around this as I said, plastic. They're not very armor. creative, these guys. They've no, got some not. weird names. They go around in their creative. In their, their, their creative. <laughs> they go around in their like superhero style armor, hiding their face and stuff, and just generally being proud. I think that's just the really weird ones. You think so? Yeah, I think most of them are just like. Regular racists. Yeah. But just, what's going on with the world? What's happening? It's gone really weird, right? Well, we're embracing fascism now. But why? Because um, the people who are in power have a lot of money, and it's good for money. To make more money. One of the most funny things I saw was that someone um, someone had said, don't, don't you dare join the left. Watch out for the left, because if the left get into power, everything's going to be really really uniform and boring and I was like we want weed legalised we want mushrooms legalised we kind of want the place to go a bit crazy like I feel like if everybody was getting high the world would be a lot, a lot nicer it'd be terrible people would get education and food <laughs> and health care that's the thing as well someone said that education is biased and I went well yeah because the right side won like if if it wasn't biased if, if no, my aunt complains about um, there's no right wing politics in schools and stuff says so, yeah because when you talk in education you want to be telling people facts. the truth facts yeah. and right wing stuff doesn't lend itself to facts no <laughs> like a lot of it's like oh and then and then the Jews started shooting laser beams so they had to be put in a concentration camp it's like no you idiots it's like it's... they were teaching creationism in schools isn't it yeah Jesus fucking Christ yeah like you can teach that in religious studies and let people know what creationism as a theory is, but don't teach it as in it's a fact. It's like when someone says to you, this is a rock, yep, and this rock was created by Jesus. No, it wasn't created by Jesus. No, this rock was made by God. No, it wasn't made by God or Jesus. Listen, this rock here that I'm holding is hundreds of thousands of yeah, years old. It's got a rock there. It's got loads of stuff, conceptually. Imagine the Clint Eastwood. Do you remember the Clint Eastwood, the chair, Barack Obama in a chair? This is my rock. All right. Conceptual rock. Okay. It's it's a prop that doesn't the exist. Rock. The Rock. Yeah. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been sculpted. He's in your hand. Hundreds Just of thousands of balls. years. Geo- like, geologists study him. And they say, mm. how is he so fantastically sexy? Mm. And, and and you say to someone, this takes hundreds of thousands of hours of working out. To make this happen, they're like, no, he prayed to Jesus and got those muscles. Yeah. Jesus, 2,000 years ago, Jesus went, people need muscles. I'm going to make another Jesus. And it was just ridiculous. Like, Creationism in itself is stupid, because there's evidence that creationism is wrong. But if we ignore evidence, is... <laughs> if we ignore evidence, yeah. if we ignore evidence, the world's two thousand years. No, sorry, six thousand years old. And uh, you know, Jesus existed. Dinosaurs were planted there to test people. <laughs> That's what the dinosaur. <laughs> the dinosaur bones were planted there to test people's faith. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So wait. So. Um, I, I mean, I've got a ton of questions for you. I didn't realise that you were a creationist. Yeah. When did that yeah, start? Yeah. <laughs> Just the facts, man. Just the facts. Yeah. The facts in the Bible, the oldest book on the yeah. earth. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, um, you know. People are stupid, right? They are just yeah. stupid. Like, when you read the Bible, the Bible doesn't read like, oh, look, there's God in the sky. No, the Bible reads like, an ex- it's an instructional manual. Mm. It's really romanticised, yeah, because it's written lovingly. Like, it is beautifully written. But the Bible is meant to be like, so imagine if God isn't isn't someone up in the sky, because that's one theory. That's how people want it to be represented. Yeah, fine, all right, he's up in the sky and he's doing shit. No. When you, t- when you get rid of the creationist part, which I think is a part made up 
later on in the Bible. How stages. do you make all the world and earth and everything without any light? Look, right, <laughs> doesn't see in light. Sees in sees in cellular. It, took him, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But no, when you read the Bible as an instructional manual, and God is just say that you're. It's like home improvement. God is uh, Tim huh? Allen telling you how to make the shelves. So God is like. Well, he Tim didn't Allen. really do a good job of telling how to make it. It's more owl like. <sighs> who would be a gr- who would be a great example in this? That's all right. Okay, so it's Bruce Campbell. No, Terry Crews. Terry Crews is the ultimate man. He's not sexist. He's not offensive in any way. He's incredibly handsome, well built, and beats the shit out of Nazis. Terry Crews is, is God in this example. Hmm. Imagine if every time you had to make a decision to find out whether it was good or bad, you simply you simply had a voice. You had someone guiding you. And that person was Terry Crews going, don't beat people to death. Don't steal stuff from people. Don't fuck other people's wives. And also don't cheat on your wife. He was like, how much does that cost? $1.85? I ain't got it. $1.85. That's robbery. He's stealing. I'll smite him. <laughs> Using your hand, take out the Uzi that you have on your person because you're an American psycho and just shoot the clerk, take the thing, and you're right to do so because that's theft. And you now claim his property as your own, so you are defending your property. Look, here we go. This is Terry Crews. No. You know what I mean? The Bible isn't meant to be taken literally. It's meant to be romanticised. So you're reviewing the Bible? I mean, I could. I've read the Bible. No, I shouldn't because it would get a low score. Tell you what, that grammar is atrocious and the songs are shit. Hmm. Best songs came after they covered them later. Hmm. Lord, dear Lord, dear Lord is around me. Great music. Anyway, Ant, it's your review first this week. Go. About what Creed albums are in the Bible? Um, and what about what about um, Arms what? Wide Open? Is that yeah. in there? <laughs> my sacrifice. That's in there. Yeah. Hello, my friend. We meet again. I'm saving you from the flood. I've read the Satanic Bible, but only brief little bits of it. You've read the Satanic Bible? Yeah, it's actually quite sense, not well, like, yeah, like, sensible. <laughs> so if you read, like, going back going back to the Bible... It's just like, don't piss people off. <laughs> don't be a twat. That's if, you, if you read the Bible, Satan in it isn't presented as this, Ew, come here, let me just touch your face. No, the Bible, Satan is just a fulfilment device. Mm. So instead of him going like, Look, you're having a terrible life, a terrible life, but if you wait until the end, I'll make sure you've got wings and shit. No, Satan's just like, you know what, you're having a fucking awful life. Look, here's an ice cream. You don't, I don't want anything, just take the ice cream. And then people go, no, God has told me not to take thy ice cream. Thy ice cream is evil. God also told someone to kill their son. Exactly. (laughs) And Satan's there like, Satan's there like, look, I'm not, you're not going to go to hell, just have the ice cream. Have a nibble. You look very warm. It's not, it doesn't cost you anything. It's free. Take it. You don't even have an ice cream yet. This is fucking incredible for you. Just take it. I'll fuck off this way. Don't worry. And then like, and then God comes down and he goes, he goes, no, don't quench thy thirst. I like to watch you struggle. Don't eat the ice cream. (laughs) And so he's like, you look really fucking sick. Take it. When when I'm the voice of reason in this argument, it's bad. Is it one of those ice creams with a bubble gum in the middle? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the God's, like, God's like, thou shalt not taste thy ice cream or thy bubble gum. Thy bubble gum is evil. Thy ice cream is evil. Is it a funny foot ice cream? No. Oh, I miss funny foot. Because they didn't have bubble gum in the middle. They uh, only had the pink dots. So the toe, thinking. didn't they? Yeah. But yeah, no, the hedgehog ones had bubble gum. They did. They in did. The so they me. Do you remember the ooze? They were just the the shitty ones with the bubblegum in the bottom, and they had ooze, and it was just lime flavored syrup. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. screwballs. Yeah, like screwballs. Um, but yeah, no, like that is that is it. If you ever read the book Horns by um, Joe Joe Hill, uh, Stephen King's son, oh, the film and the film as well. The film's actually all right. It's got Harry Potter in it. It's got Daniel Radcliffe. I actually like Daniel Radcliffe as an actor. Mm. I don't know if you ever watched. Um, in, it wasn't Invictus. 
um, Imperium, whatever it was, right. where he hidden hit him with the Nazis. He's fucking incredible in that. He's really good at pretending to be a Nazi. No, he's really good at playing a nervous guy that sort of just. He is. They pick him because he is the person you usually get indoctrinated in that. But he's too intelligent. He's you know college ed- educated and stuff. So he's not a fucking racist moron cunt. Um, and what he does is he just sort of because he's got a, bi- a background where he was bullied in school and like he's an analyst. They pick him and they sort of bully him into the position, almost like they're they're more oppressors. And they put him in the situation where he's going to become an on in the field agent. It's a fucking incredible film. I think Daniel Radcliffe really does. He does a lot of good work. But horns, horns doesn't play the devil as like I'm taking your babies. It, the horns, horns is like horns is like oh your wife got killed. Um, and you really loved that. And she was killed by a brain tumour by God. Well, here's what I'm going to do for you. Here's some demonic powers. Don't need to use them, but if you do want to use them, you can find her killer and then sort that shit out. And then when you come down here, I'll actually reunite you two because she fucked you out of wedlock. He sent her down here, the prick. Let's just look it out. And then like it ends up them two being together. It's like it, The thing is that the devil is portrayed as evil because... You know, you're meant to struggle in life. Life's meant to be difficult. And that was the moral of the, back in the day because life was difficult. People couldn't eat. There wasn't health care. There wasn't food. There wasn't vouchers for people that were poor. You would have to beg if you couldn't eat. So there had to be this, there had to be someone saying, I know your life is so shit. I know it's really fucking bad, but I promise you, I really promise you, if you just, if you just try and be a decent person, something decent will come your way. And that was, that still today is so often not the case. People who are disabled, who are on benefits, die of starvation and of the cold. Basic amenities are out of these people's reach. And we're saying to them, we don't really have this money for that, but we've got money for nuclear arms. I don't know why we've got nuclear arms, because we're trying to get everyone to sign them. But if you want money, what you can do is get a job. spend the money on Space Force, though. Oh, fuck off. That's not going to be our expense. That's going to be Donald Trump. Yeah, we need Space Force. Did you see the thing? Did you see someone someone was interviewed about that? And they said, well... I can't wait to see what Donald Trump finds up there. And the person turned around and said, well, um, we've got NASA. NASA will go up into the sky. They do space exploration. Very scientific. It's very, very, you know, interesting stuff. They find out bacteria and stuff. And the person goes, yeah, but they, they ain't going to tell us if they find anything up there, are they? And it's like, it's like well, I, I don't know. They publish papers about what they find. There's grand scientific like journals. They'll tell you everything you need to know. Well, I don't know about that, but Donald Trump, tell me if he finds out. It's like, no. <laughs> Do you think maybe this goes back to when I tweeted Donald Trump to tell him that they only tell the smart presidents about Area 51? <laughs> so he wants to find it for himself. No, I think he watched a cartoon on Sunday, and he was like... Hey. Saturday morning cartoon? No, it's Sunday for him, because he has to do work on Saturday. By work, I mean jack himself off to pictures of people in concentration camps. Um, but, um, yeah, so he probably saw something on Sunday, and was just like, you know what, we really need those G.I. Joes. Hmm. Have we got G.I. Joe Force anymore? Not since Vietnam. Let's get a G.I. Joe Force. Can we get the space ones? We can. And then Joe Biden's going to walk away at five billion, and one billion's going to go to a cardboard rocket ship filled with people that Donald Trump has personally selected. Joe Biden. Uh-uh. Not Joe Biden. Who's the guy he's got in? Mike. Mike Pence. Mike Pence. Yeah, Joe Biden was Obama's Oh, Joe Biden was a good guy, yeah. He's vice President. Sorry. He'd make a good space force. We're not American. We don't know this shit. Always. Mm. Anyway, that's your first review of the week. God, fuck's sake. You wasted 15 minutes. Um, it could have ended at 10, but you started kicking off. No, you started kicking no, off. No, you started talking about the Satanic Bible, so we had to have a discussion about religion. I love the Satanic Bible. Oh, I tell you what, it's a great book. Yeah. It really is just about wish for fulfillment. Yes. Do not bother someone. If they bother you, if someone bothers you, crush them. Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially the Bible yeah. as well. No, actually, no, in the Bible, you're meant to pray for someone else. You know the story of the Good Samaritan? 
Not you just dragging it oh, on. Sorry, yeah, shit, no, sorry, shit, shit, shit. Jesus go, go, Christ. Go, 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 sorry. Jesus. Um, I don't know, I'm going to four, but I'm going to review this week. Oh, for fuck's sake. Too many go first. Nah, um, so, um, I forgot to review last week was um, the Toys That Made Us series season two. Oh, yeah, how is that? Um, There's another four episodes of documentary in a fun, lightweight sort of way. And this time they covered um, Transformers, um, Star Trek toys, yeah. Lego, and Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty? Um, yeah. Oh. Um, the Star Trek toys one was a bit out of place, because I don't think anyone really, like... I don't think anyone really grew up with Star Trek toys. Well, I had a couple, but I mostly had, like, um, the animated show ones. Yeah. I didn't have ones from the, like, original runs. They, they were always, like, really shitty toys, though. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think they were ever a thing that were a major deal, but... Apparently they did sell a bunch when the show was originally on, but I know I, I mostly know like the next generation figures and all that sort of stuff. And I had some of the next generation Robert, figures as well. I think yeah. that I had the um, uh, the phaser. Yeah, the phaser. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they did little documentaries on those. The Star Trek fun. one. Star Trek ones were works. It went through all the stuff where they just like would slap Star Trek names on basically anything, like a police helmet toy with a siren on it, and they'd stick a stick a Star Trek label on it and say it's box space helmet mm. or something. Um and then they had the the you know the Transformers episode going over all the which is about time that should be in the first series that because Transformers is easily one of the biggest toys ever. Um, but they should I don't know because they had like He Man they had like big ones in the yeah, first series. But Lego wasn't in the first series either. Well no but, but Lego, Lego I think that Lego doesn't have the history. Yeah Lego's got a massive really? history. It goes back to like the nineteen forties that shit. Really? Yeah, gotcha. And they're making stuff out of wood, wooden ducks and shit. Mm. But uh, um, it's a good documentary. That just went over all the things, good interviews and stuff. Um, they'd like the Hello Kitty one was quite interesting because you don't really know much about Sanrio stuff, and you know they focused on Hello Kitty, but they did talk a little bit about some of the other um, Sanrio bits, like Agretzko comes up at the end, mm-hmm. Gudetama, and all that, all the weird little weird little crack characters. Um. But yeah, it's quite good. The Transformers one was really good, but I kind of feel like you can't fit the history of Transformer toys into one hour. Um, if it's even that, I think it's like 45 minutes or something. Because the, the story behind the whole Transformers and everything is like a proper big involved thing, like going through Diaclone and Meta and Microman and all this sort of stuff and the way the licenses all got mixed up and how they licensed from Bandai a bunch of figures that they used in the cartoon but then couldn't keep producing the toys and using them in the cartoon anymore. Like they licensed the Macross jet. Mm-hmm. Um, from Macross and that became Jetfire in Transformers but then there was this whole thing where Robotech started showing in America where they'd taken Macross and merged it with another cartoon to make Robotech and the Macross fight is in that so kids are watching Transformers but also seeing one of the same characters in robot and jet form in Robotech yeah. and it became a whole licensing issue thing for eight, for years um, they didn't even use the Jetfire name for ages they kept changing the name Starfire for a while <laughs> But um, they even got sued saying, oh, no, you can't produce them because you're ripping off the design, even though over the years they had modified the design a bunch. Yeah. And it was no longer like a FA-18 with big cannons on the side of it like it was in Robotech. Um, they never even used its weird half-robot, half-plane form that Macross no. is famous for. Mm. But, um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff in Transformers you can go into. Like, they sort of ended up glossing over that. They glossed over Beast Wars stuff a bit. And Beast Wars, like, Beast Wars is a big deal because I think people forget that Transformers was dead. For like ten years, like from about eighty nine through to ninety seven or whenever or ninety eight when Beast Wars really kicked off, yeah, no one gave a shit about Transformers. Like no. they, like their whole thing in at the time, they did Generation Two Transformers, which was basically episodes of the original show with CGI transitions. I remember it that. had a CG intros 
yeah. running around. Um, and they were just re-releasing all the figures in recolors. Um, and they got so desperate, they released Action Masters over here. I've got a couple of Action. I've got my my Optimus Prime figure that's next to the Grimlock over there is an Action Master, yeah. which is a transformer that doesn't transform. It's just a vinyl figure. Oh. It came with a gun that transformed. I don't know where that's gone now. Oh. But um, I've also got tracks somewhere, which is another one. But um, hey, I bought you that, didn't I? Yeah, the Warcraft figure. Yeah, yeah Doomhammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Doomhand. Doomhand. Yeah, Doomfist. Doom. <laughs> Doomfist is Overwatch. But um, oh no. yeah, yeah, that's the one that transforms. Sorry. But there was a good Toys and Made a good fun series. Their new series they're doing next year is going to have WF figures in it. Um, and they're not interviewing Zack Ryder. Apparently, he's been saying he's not been asked to be on it. And Zack Ryder is a wrestler in WWE, um, and he has a ridiculous collection of wrestling figures. Like, really. He is, massively into action figures and stuff and he's got like prototype figures that were never released and finished he's got moulds of the heads and stuff like that that were never used obviously using his uh, WF connections a little bit to get hold of them but um, yeah he did loads of stuff like he promoted all the stuff like those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles they did that were dressed like WF rest, W wrestlers oh yeah they did like Undertaker Leonardo and or Donatello or something but um, yeah they're not interviewing him apparently he's a bit miffed by that I think they should get him involved but they're interviewing someone from the Black IPs. Wait, did they do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on this series? No, that, um, Teenage Mutant Turtles was last series, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I thought I'd watched an episode of this. Though, I think they want Turtles, though. They want to watch that. Um, there's that documentary about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, isn't Tell there? Power. Yeah, yeah, from a couple of years ago, which actually, that's a really good documentary. It, it really does. Good. It sort of stops when it gets to the first original movie and then just glosses over the rest People of it. People forget how fucking dark that original yeah, it's a fun movie. I like that movie. It's a really good movie, but they don't remember how dark it is. Like yeah. it's got the full arc of like Leo being completely being shit, being in a bathtub for like a yeah. half hour. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually it's more like the comics were and all that. I'm just realizing this the same plot as Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, they were the same plot. There's only one plot. <laughs> no, I'm just realizing it's the exact plot. They even go to a farmhouse and everything. Yeah, they go to a farmhouse and fix a tractor and yeah. chop some wood. Got, well, tear some wooden pieces if you're Captain America. Yeah, yeah. His power level is all over the fucking joint, isn't it? Yeah, he can do what he wants. He's Captain <clears> America. You do what he wants as long as it's not too much. Yeah. <laughs> you can hold back Thanos. Uh, sort of. I mean, he was kind of getting pushed into the ground a bit. Yeah. But he tried. He tried his best. And Thanos was like, that's all right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good lad. Tony Stark's fight was still the best in that. Yeah, I need to watch it again at some point. Yeah. If I can be asked. Um, but yeah, so the toys that made us. It was good. Yeah. It was a good series. It's it only than the like first four series? episodes. Um, yeah, well, the first series had He Man, though, didn't it? Yeah, but the first so series. There's no was skeletal voices in this series. The first series was like, is it still long, hour and a half long episodes? No, they're only like an hour, they're 45 minutes hour, hour long. All the episodes like that are. That Star Trek episode in the last series was long. The Star, no, they're all, all of them. All Star of them Wars, 50 sorry. Star Wars. No, they're all about 50 minutes long. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, it felt like it was a lot longer than the yeah, rest. You probably watched one of the other Star Wars documentaries. Probably on. one of the hundreds of Star Wars documentaries yeah. about toys. Yeah. But that's good. I reckon the next series that they do, if they're doing WF, they should do, um, I reckon they've got to cover Power Rangers in there. There's always a girl toy one, so I figure Polly Pocket. Mm. But if they do Polly Pocket, you kind of need to do um, Mighty Max. Mighty Max, yeah. Which is. <laughs> Just it's like the opposite of He Man and She War, wasn't it? Mm. It was like She War was like where they um they want a piece, the good women's department wants a piece of the He Man pie. That's doing so good, so they make She Ra. But Mighty Max was like, we want a bit of this Polly Pocket pie. Let's see if we can sell kids miniature figures inside class block cases. I had a bunch of those. Yeah, Mighty Max is. Uh, I used to watch the cartoon. I used to watch the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah the um, jewels. Yeah, that buddy there is called Norman. Yeah, big old knight guy, warrior guy. Classic. Yeah. 
But that'd be good. Yeah, I reckon that. But they've got to do Power Ranger figures. Like, Power Ranger toys are, like, consistently the top selling action figure every year. Yeah. It's weird. Even though when the shows are terrible, they're still one of the top selling things. Well, that was WWE toys for a long period of time, and then mm. something happened. I think that the problem with WWE is that so many of the toys, because um, <clears throat> they, they make a ton, mm. and then if they don't sell, they recall them and then rebox them. And they just do, like, generations and things like that, don't they? Uh, there's a lot of WWE figures. The yeah. new ones are quite good. Um, I had some really cool ones years ago that were like super poseable, but you don't get that nowadays because those sort of figures cost twenty five quid, which yeah, is some ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all right. Toys made. Watch it. It's on Netflix. It's cool. 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 Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Um, cool. 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 I'm gonna recall. I'm gonna review another Netflix thing since you've done one. I think it's good that we'll balance this out with another Netflix yeah. thing. Really? What's is that your what you screensaver think? on your phone? Um, it's an image from Bound on PS4. Yeah. 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 Bound the movie with people. Um, Joe Pantoliano. Yeah, and uh, oh, for fuck's sake, I just watched the Chucky film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking. I'm just gonna fucking punch myself later for it. I can't remember. Um, okay, Jennifer Tilly. Um, anyway, so uh, my first review this week is gonna be the package. Gina Gershon as well. Gina Gershon was the other one, but Gina mm. Gershon, I don't, I don't find as pretty as Jennifer Tilly. I'm very into Jennifer Tilly. Racist. It's not racism. Sexuality. I can be in love with whoever I want to be. I find Antonio Banderas more attractive than I find Matthew McConaughey, so fuck you and your racism shout. Anyway, on to the next point. Uh, I watched The Package on Netflix in 4K! No one cares about 4K. Okay, anyway. Um, so I watched The Package on Netflix, which is a teen comedy about a bunch of kids spending some time together after one of them's been away. They go to the woods to go have a camping trip. Whilst on this camping trip in the woods... They happen to have an incident, and one of the team is injured. <gasps> and anyway, so um, so one of the team is injured, so they have to rally together to get him to hospital to get him fixed and sorted, so that he can go on living his life because it's quite a significant injury. He chops his own dick off. Um, that's the package. That's the package. So they put yeah. it inside. This is bad, just so that we don't have this happening in future. Just in case anyone chops their dick off. So. Um, a lot of people How'd would you say, accidentally do that. Well, he's got a knife that he finds in a car park. It's like a butterfly knife. Yeah. And he's he's drunk and he's taking a piss and he's like, my knife is so sharp I can cut through piss. And he's going like that. It's really stupid. I'm not gonna. This isn't. I don't know if you can. I'm not gonna review this film well, so just don't worry. But anyway, so he's going. I can chop through piss, and then someone comes up behind him as a joke. They go boo because you know how like. When you're out drunk with your mates and someone's taking a piss, you go, boo, and it's all the joke is they fucking piss away. Um, anyway, so he's pretending to cut through his piss with a knife. Someone goes up and goes, boo, because they don't see him flinging this, because who would expect someone to be playing with a knife near their dick? Hmm. And, uh, and he accidentally chops his entire dick off. He flies into the trees and they have to go find it, then they put it on ice. Bit of advice, medical advice for anyone who loses a finger or a penis or whatever you may be chopping out with a knife whilst drunk. If you chop it off, do not put it on ice. You know why? You can get freezer burn on parts of your body that are placed on ice, especially if they're rapidly cooled after being removed from a very warm body. Mm. So the best thing to do is put them in in a bag, seal them in a bag if you have a bag available, or cellophane, and then put them on water, cold water. It means that they don't, you know, it has the same effect as cooling, but it doesn't mean... It's not going to freeze. Yeah. Freezer burn is an issue because it makes it harder to reattach and 
There's a chance it could go gangrenous when it's reattached. Anyway, so on to the film. So, um, so they give a caller over to, they do, they do manage to flag down a medical, uh, medical team who are searching for them because they get a call out and they're like, all right, we'll send someone over. Um, and, uh, and they give the penis over in the, in the ice box to the medic. It turns out they've given the wrong bloody box, haven't they? They've given a box full of ice and beers, not ice and penis. Oh. R. Kelly's new song. Easy mistake to make. Yeah. Oh. Um, so it's a race against time to get to the hospital, find him, and save his life. Well, his life as he knows it. Mm. Um, it's not very good. Really? Yeah, really. There are some nice character moments, but uh, for the most part, the leads are pretty insufferable. It's just like where he's there going, man, I really wish I still had my penis. No, a lot of it is like there's... The main character is, is... One of the jokes is that he's being catfished by someone who goes by the name of Kendall Jenner's. Instead of Kendall Jenner. Hmm. And it turns out that's a real person. Which hmm. is such a 90s trope. Oh. It's like, that is genuinely like a 90s trope. That that joke was around when You've Got Mail was a fucking, was like a new release. And people were like, <laughs> just, and everybody's like, one of the main characters is this ginger kid who's just fucking insufferable. His voice is irritating, he is a shit actor. And like, there is this incredible worldy of a woman who is like, Oh, yeah, no, I broke up with you because you were talking about relationship and stuff like this, and I'm not ready to commit and all this other shit. That kid is insufferable. If that woman is dating that kid, then my school would have been full of fucking supermodels and chuds. What the fuck is going on? Chuds. Chuds. I always get away. I always try and mention chuds as much as I can. Anyway, um, and, and like the main character, he's kind of charming. And the girl he wants to get with, she's kind of charming. It could have been a perfectly serviceable film about two people. He's only got a short amount of time. He's come back from Germany. He's... Studying at university over there. He's got a penis. He, no, no, no. This is a different guy. The main character is not the one who loses his penis. He's Why like, not? I want to hear his story. It's just really shit and boring. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, why not just make a film that's just a teen romance? These two, he's only got a short amount of time. You know, some wacky shit happens. But the main main crux of it is that he can't... Or he's failing to do anything because he's got this time limit. How long they'll be together. And he actually genuinely likes it. Like, they've grown up together. Um, and instead it just is fucking all around like a snake bites the why would a there's a rattlesnake that bites the penis and there's a joke about them having to suck the venom out of the penis and then there's like a thing where they they come across this gas station that's attended by a veteran who's like who's suffering from PTSD and the joke is that he has a kit for cleaning penises and he really, really cleans the penis. That's good. Then he finds out they're not servicemen because one of them had a fake idea at the beginning of the film and it was all a lie. And so he gets really angry that he cleaned a penis that's a civilian penis. Oh. The only thing that made me laugh about the whole thing is that one line that he utters is, I only touch two penises in my life and now I've touched a third. The two penises I've touched are mine and my husband's. And it said with such a sincerity that I was like, oh, wow, so this, this film actually... You know, he's perfectly happy in a, in a relationship with his husband. Great. Fantastic. And then it goes back to him shooting arrows at a car, and I'm like, well, you know what? There was a character that wasn't a caricature for about two seconds, but then they went back to being a caricature. They're a caricature in the beginning. They're a caricature during the penis cleaning scene. And then suddenly they're a caricature again. Why would I expect anything else from this fucking trite? The movie's not good, but if you're looking for something that's just completely dog shit spot on in the background, maybe you're going out and your dog needs some entertainment. You know, you just need to have some noise on. I mean, it's probably going to be psychologically damaging to the dog, but this is this. You could. You should stop just watching everything that's on Netflix. I know, right? But I pay that money each month, and oh. I just need to do it. No, I haven't watched. You should just try black. just for a while, just like not put something on. 
Yeah. You don't have to have Netflix running all the time. I rewatched Rick and Morty this month. That was nice. It made me laugh a few times. Unlike everything on Netflix other than Rick and Morty. I mean, I watched, like... Okay, so this is this is absolute shit, but I'm going to give an alternative recommend. No. I'm going to say that this is shit. This is the lowest form of comedy, and it's just... It's almost as bad as... There was another Netflix release this month, which was called... Um, like father, like son, and yeah, that was called like father, like father. Was that what it's called? Yeah, it doesn't even have a son in it. It's got oh, a sorry, daughter. It's called like father. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. You're thinking of another one. You're thinking of Kelsey Grammer and yeah. Kristen. Yeah, no. This is like father, like son, which is uh, David Spade. Why would you even? Okay, for Netflix each month, I'm gonna watch it. Um, and that was just as bad. That's just as much a piece of shit. But. On the flip side, I watched Bo Burnham's two comedies. They're yeah. available on there. Fantastic. If you're looking to actually laugh and enjoy yourself, they're only an hour long each, but he is he is a great comedian, and I'd highly recommend them. I give I give Bo Burnham's two specials a Tom Atkins. I See, give the other films... You waste all this time talking about I some give penis the, thing. I give the other films... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. How do I... Adam Sandler's. All round. Mm. The penis film and the fucking David Spade movie. They're shit. Netflix. Fuck yourself. I'll pay for it next month and I'll see what comes <laughs> <laughs> Disenchantment's out this week. It's out on the seventeenth. The new Matt Groening. Yeah, looking forward to that. That'll be good. And right. Final Space was good. I like. I enjoyed Final Space, but just their movies are shit. See, I've just got to concentrate on watching Power Rangers. Okay, so I've got a lot of Power Rangers so to get through. I did buy something that I thought we could share. Robocop, the animated series. Oh dear, which one? All of them. There's two animated. Series. What? Yeah. Oh fuck! All right, I've, yeah, got, the, I've really got the original, bad, like two thousands one. I've got the original. I was thinking about watching every episode. This is like a two thousands one. I started watching it, and the first line Robocop says is "Who's the babe?" And I was like, "Right, that's." Does he say it like? Off. Does he say it just like a regular person, or does he say "Who's the babe?" He says like Robocop is. Who's the babe? Yeah, just it's not good. What's it called? I think it was called Robocop Unlimited or something like that. Do you remember Dark Chronicles? The Robocop Dark Chronicles. It's a TV series based on Robocop. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the Blade TV series with Sticky Fingers? Sticky Fingers? <laughs> yeah, Sticky Fingers. F-I-G-A-Z. What was, um... Someone else? Sticky Fingers. Nah. DMX? I can't remember. X gone, give it to you. He's not in it, though. X gone, give it to uh, Alright, your review, man. Fuck. Um... Don't gulp in your coffee. Tea. Whatever bullshit. It's probably just some weird lentil shit. Fucking hippies. Not so much anger. Right, um... I, I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp actually in a cinema. Like, legitimately going to the cinema to see. I'm not going to confirm or deny how it's saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. He's pirating your films. I didn't pirate it. Yeah, he did. I told you, I didn't break the law to watch it. Yeah, he did. No, I didn't. I'm so, just upset you didn't see it. Until after I'd see it. X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. I'm on the wasp. Yeah, how'd that go? It's alright. Yeah. Passable. Yeah. Yeah. I'd um, say it's better than passable. It's decent enough. Where would you rank it? Like, which films would you put above and below? So let's not do like uh, There's like 400 fucking <clears throat> Marvel films now, man. It's it's alright. It's a fun enough little adventure, like heist movie type thing again. It's got some nice little visual gag stuff. They play around with the whole size changing stuff more. Yeah. Like the whole, you know, turning an entire laboratory into a, like, luggage size I liked thing. 
That wouldn't fit in your carry-on, though. It's too deep. And also, aren't they meant to carry the same density? So wouldn't it still be really heavy? Well, I don't know, man. It's the... You work in luggage. How does luggage work? Because Ant-Man can leap through the air really high, can't he? Because his he doesn't weigh hardly anything, but he's still got the same muscle strength. Oh, maybe then. Maybe you're right. Yeah. But I... I... I don't know, it's all very it's raining. loose, isn't it? Because they have that old thing where they're carrying around the Hot Wheels tub full of cars. Yeah, it's like, he's got a tank on his keychain. Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they did it in the first film. Yeah. But I think it's. I think you're not, like, you know, maybe the space in between the particles doesn't weigh anything. Maybe. I don't know. It weighs, weighs more, the most, rather. Maybe, maybe the density of mass is actually where stuff gets in between those particles. I don't know, man. But, um... Yeah, it's a final film. They've got like the, the character Ghost who's like, phasing in and out and she needs to get something from the quantum realm. She wants Michelle Pfeiffer who's stuck in there. Old Ant-Man's wife his, his from years ago. And she's been stuck in the quantum realm for ages and they figure she figures, oh, I can get her out of there and I can use her power or something or get some, take some energy from her to fix my weird phasing out of sync thing. Yeah, because um, it's not a power, it's a curse. It's a curse, yeah. It's killing her and all that. Um... But yeah, it's a fun enough film. They kind of like I feel they missed an opportunity with Goliath a little bit. Like they could have at least shown Goliath being Goliath, like when they show flashback stuff or something. Or you could have given him a chance at the end when they're trying to escape the cops and yeah. like give him the Ant Man suit quickly. I know what you mean. Yeah, but um, but no, maybe they just didn't want to squeeze Lawrence Fishburne into the lever. I guess I don't know. Maybe not. Well, it's not lever, is it? It'd be like spandex stuff. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's lever. Clever. Clever. But um, yeah, it's a fun enough film. It's just it's got like neat action sequences. I do find that when they're making Ant Man like change size constantly every two seconds, it gets really hard to follow what's actually happening in the action. Sometimes it didn't look as good to me. It's just sort of like going pshim, 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 like that, and it's just like it's just like characters flicking in and out of the screen, and it doesn't follow hmm. it so well. But um, I thought it looked and sometimes people part. can't see where they are when they're short, when they're small. But then other people like they keep track of them shooting guns at the wasp when she does her first action sequence they can still see her yeah like you're supposed to be small enough that you can't really see her yeah. um, I did like all the stuff with Ant-Man's um, like re- regulator thing messing up and changing his size I thought that was sweet it was like yeah. a nice little it was a bit of a change of pace wasn't yeah, it yeah turn him into a child size yeah pool rud which is probably his fantasy he'd love to stay child size he's he's a he's an ageless ancient of some kind anyway he's adorable mm. looks exactly the same as he did in Clueless it's weird no, he looks weird in Clueless. He looks older in Clueless, actually, to be honest. Do you reckon? Yeah. But I have watched Clueless recently. I love Clueless. It's a great it's a film. film. Great film. And uh, Halloween 6. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we disagree on that one. It's a classic film. It's, it's not a classic yeah. film. It's a terrible movie. Isn't that one with the weird cults after Michael Myers? That's the one where, um, in the end, Donald Pleasance gets control over Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a reason that series died off. And they had to reboot it a bunch of times. Rebooting it again this year. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, isn't yeah. it produced by Rob Zombie though? It's no, still no, produced one, by. No, no. It's um, John Carpenter's making it. He's not actually directing it though. He's doing no, the soundtrack though. It's isn't producing, it? yeah. But yeah. um, no, the new Ant Man film. It's fun enough. It seems like an excuse to just have an extra film before the next Avengers comes out. Even though there's a Captain Marvel film, they just need to churn three out a year now or something. I did bit, feel. I felt it was a bit more than that. Yeah. Well, it seems a bit. And I say there was a whole bit. Um, I saw there was a video on YouTube saying um, Ant-Man's post-credit scene explained. I'm like, what, what do you need explained? Yeah. And um, there's a bit in the post-credit scene where it's just like, now make sure you don't go near any time holes because you'll get lost in them, those time holes. 
It's like, oh, okay, so that's how it's going to happen. That's yeah, that's going to be what's going to happen in the yeah. next Avengers film. Um, I find it funny. It's all supposed to be going on like just before the Thanos invasion thing. Yeah, like it must have been at the start though, because they said he's under house arrest. But if he wasn't under house arrest, they would have let him go by then. But it's not spread over one day; it's spread over a number of well, days. Well, the Sokovia Accords stay in place during Thanos's invasion, don't they? Yeah, but they say they that's can't the get weird... him because the house that he's under house arrest. That's the weird thing. Like, I don't <laughs> understand why they wouldn't just go. Fuck it, you're free. Like, mm. there's a giant alien killing people. Yeah. Like, get out there. Yeah. Do your Ant-Man shit. Can you imagine how good it would be if Ant-Man was in it and he just went to, like, you went, well, the world's going to end unless I do this, so I'm going to go the biggest I can possibly go. It goes, like, 150 foot and just picks up Thanos and just pops him. Yeah. That'd be great. There you go. Although, what's going on he with... Flies inside his ear and enlarges oh, inside like, his head. It, that's how you defeated the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, that was Scott. It wasn't Scott Lang, actually. No, it was... Um... Who was it? Who Some was... bastard. No, because it was Irredeemable Ant-Man, that one. Yeah. So Scott Lang is the second Ant-Man. First Ant-Man is Hank Pym, and the third one... God, what's his fucking name? Guy Gardner. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he wasn't He wasn't the incredible Ant-Man. He was... Um, he was, Or the astonishing Ant-Man, sorry. He was Irredeemable Ant-Man. No, he's so not nice. Ant-Man who stole the Ant-Man suit. It's kind of like a mix between Scott Didn't Lang Scott and... Scott Lang still the suit? Yeah, the Scott <laughs> Lang MCU stuff, like, that's different from the comics... A lot. So Scott Lang was another scientist in that. Whereas in the comics, Irredeemable Ant Man. They need to do a film where um, Ant Man like basically feels like he's not really part of the proper Avengers team because they didn't invite him along for this whole Infinity War thing. And he sets up his own Avengers, and he's like teamed up with Miss Marvel and Squirrel Girl, and uh, maybe that you know that one he keeps killing himself and coming back to life from Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> The one who fulfills the Great Lakes Avengers promise that there'll be a character die in every episode. He just kills himself in every episode. No. And then comes back to life the next day. I don't... I See, the only time I read Great Lake um, Avengers or the West Coast Avengers was when Vision was on one and 3D Man was on the other. Mm. And it was only because Vision and 3D Man kept kept meeting up and they were like, yeah, we're pretty similar, aren't we? <laughs> that was like one of the big jokes about it. Yeah. I used to love those series. Um, Squirrel Girl, I've only read her standalone. The new comics are really good. Yeah. Really silly yeah. and... I like Squirrel I don't like Gwenpool. Lots yes. of people really like Gwenpool. Yeah, that's a meme, isn't it? That's Marvel well, making you know a comic. Well, so her power is that she comes from another world where everything is that everything that she's experiencing is within comic books. Yeah. So she can. Her ability is that she is purely able to break the fourth wall, and utilize the tricks that other people use in comic books. So if she knows it's transitioning into a panel. She'll instead of transitioning, she'll just climb down to the panel and appear behind the villain or something like that. That's her power. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, what's that? This is, this is Spider Gwen already? Does she need all these? Spider Gwen? No, no. Gwenpool isn't Gwen Stacy. What? Gwenpool is another person. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. But she's got a pink and white she costume does, on. Like not, Spider not, Gwen. Yeah, it's not Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen's not pink and blue, pink and white. There she is. Spider Gwen's black, purple, and white. Pink, black, purple, and white. Kids today. Anyway. Spider Gwen's different anyway because Spider Gwen is again alternative, alternate reality, and she comes from a reality where she was born and not Peter Parker. Peter Parker was in love with her still, and he became incredibly jealous that she had all these powers, and then he accidentally turned himself into that. And that... he got pregnant with Norman no, no, Osborn. He, he turned that. He turned. <laughs> He turned into that universe, universe's version of the lizard yeah. and then was killed by someone, which Gwen Stacy got blamed for. Well, Spider-Gwen got blamed for, but it was actually Norman Osborn. And there was like it's a, a whole bit thing. too serious for a meme. 
Yeah, that's because her comic's actually quite serious. Like, oh, the origins God. and stuff is quite serious. I hope they never adapt it. No, she's really good. Never, ever. I really like her story. I like the idea of Peter Parker becoming a lizard. I also like House of M, Peter Parker. He's, like, constantly... He's constantly questioning reality. And he does stupid stuff to try and break the cycle. Like, he shaves his head and stuff like that. And he doesn't really know why. And he's just like... He's like, oh, I fancy to change. And it's like... He's trying to break away from his own reality. House of M was dumb. I liked House of M. Stupid excuse just to wipe out a bunch of X-Men because someone didn't get the license back. They're great yeah. now, though. Bring yeah. back Fantastic Four already. Yeah, Fantastic <laughs> yeah. Four. Like, they can make a good Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, let's get, let's get Chris Evans to be the Human Torch. Just be fucking silly with it. <laughs> yeah. Just be really silly with it. And fun have fun movie. Have Squirrel Girl teaming up with Thanos. Yeah. They hang out together. Have uh, the guys who made the Lego movie make it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Lord and Miller. Yeah, everything is awesome. Didn't they get yeah. fired from a movie already? Yeah, Solo. Yeah. They made it too fun. Yeah. And then Ron Howard got brought in, and then it became the opposite of fun. He just turned all the colours off. It it's became... alright, it's passable. What's your it's name? Possible. Name Solo? Han Solo. So yeah, we'll take this seriously. I, um, I'm assuming that in, in, the, in the Lord and Miller script, it was like, it was like that's fucking stupid. Let's make a joke about this. It's like solo, good one. No, no. What's your name? He says, "My name's Han." What's your surname? He doesn't have a surname. Job. So then he goes, "Well, you're on your own." So solo. That's how he gets his surname. I know it's ridiculous. They had a bit in the film when it's fucking explain. ridiculous. What about his dice? We know how he got his dice now. Great. What dice? They turned up in freaking. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Ant Man and the Quasp. Um, I like Michelle Pfeiffer in it. I like that stuff. She's good, isn't she? She's still tasty. She's like nearly 60, isn't she, or something like that? She's over 60. Is she? I'm so into her. Did you watch Dark Shadows? No, that was a thing. I watched that about six or seven times. Oh, Oh, fucking Eva Green and Michelle Pfeiffer in a film. I fucking like it. Wang so many times in one sitting. See, when I was like um, 11. Eva Green. When I was 10, they brought out Batman Returns. Oh, my God. Mm. I'm fucking surprised. You know, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. But a kiss can be deadlier. I'll tell you what. That's that... my favourite way a superhero villain has ever figured out who their identities are. Yeah. <laughs> Just that line. I'm uh, I'm 100% sure that every copy of Batman Batman Returns... Is it Batman Returns? That's the one with yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. I'm pretty sure that every copy of Batman Returns, by some weird law of science and, and, and physics, is visible from space under blacklight because of me and my, my, my 14 to 16 That's a good job I don't own a copy. I mean, on Blu-ray, you're going to open that box, it'll look like it's been attacked by fucking Slimer. It's oh. ectoplasm. Oh. I've come so hard, it's traversed That's why when the disc starts spinning, I'll just get splattered <laughs> on the shins. <laughs> oh, no, the motor will catch fire where it's yeah. trying to spin. It stops. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's glued at the front of the face. Play us full. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's just heat, heat death. Review something, All right, my, I'm trying uh, to make them quick, because I don't sorry. want to have a two-hour podcast. Fuck, I'm sorry. My next review is going to be Dead by Daylight for the PS4. Oh, I haven't downloaded that yet. Have you not? Uh, it's a great time. Uh, one of two things that have happened in the last few weeks that I've learned about the game Dead by Daylight since I stopped playing on the Xbox One. Um, firstly, apparently playing a killer, you're not meant to bait other people to save other players. That's uh, that's that's apparently looked down upon in the community for Dead by Daylight. You should do what you want. But the same killers, the same people who are Dead by Daylight that complain about that behaviour... Don't complain about the behaviour of their own teammates who stand in front of the hook to prevent you from hooking the hooking the people. It's fucking ridiculous. It's the, it's the same shit that infests everything else. It's the toxic little pricks who think that just because they want the game played their way, that's how that it's going to... Like, here's, here's the deal. You're playing as a serial killer. 
you catch someone in the first five minutes, you place them on a hook, mm. right? And then all the other people stop going for the objective. Instead, what they do is they try and save their friend. Why? There's no bonus to them. It just means they've saved their mate. So I sit around waiting for them to come by. I go for a bit of a stalk around the corners. They just want to feel like they've done something. And then and then they come along. And when you hit them and you capture them, they go, they send you stupid, shitty little messages. And I just fucking can't believe it. When I'm playing as a human, I'm always objective-based. If I'm near someone who's been caught... She meant to get the parts to fix a car yeah. or something to escape in No, no, it? no, you just do the... You do the... Um, it's generators. You yeah. just have to fix generators. And once you've done that, the door opens and you're free to go. Yeah. Right. And if if you've got a killer that persistently stalks someone or or hits them to make them make noise so that you go after them and try and save your mate, focus on the objective as you're meant to in the fucking game. Yeah. Don't complain because someone's playing a certain way. If you're not revealing yourself or if you're not making noise or if you're so good at the generators you don't make noise, then the killer is going to use every possible opportunity to catch you. I don't and know. these people fucking complain about it. It really ruins the game when you get shitty messages from people saying, you're fucking ruining the game because you're playing it wrong. It's like, I'm the killer. I'm not the good guy here. Did you win? Oh, yeah. Then you're playing it right. Exactly. But, um, like, that's the thing. That The one rule is, if you have a persistent killer who stays around the objective... No, sorry, if you have a persistent killer who stays around the objective... You're probably getting lots caught, of new players, though, aren't you? From yeah. If you, get a, if you get a killer that, that, you know, stays around a person and they bait you by hitting them, so they make noise, they scream out to you, and you can't fucking take it, focus on the objective. You're being given an extra two minutes to do that without being caught. That's what you're getting given. You know the killer's there because mm. there's a noise coming. So fucking use it. When I'm playing with other people as a, as a survivor, I am always objective based. If someone gets caught and I can save them, if they're within if they're within a distance from my generator and I can save them, I'll go and fucking do it. Mm. And if the killer's not stalking around them, but if the killer's stalking around them, focus on my fucking generator. I keep fixing it until I can get that gate open and I fuck off out of dodge because yeah. that's the game. That's yeah. what you're meant to do. People are just fucking dumb. So like a Halloween DLC they did. There's Halloween, well. there's Nightmare on Elm Street, there's Saw, there's... Mm. Um, the most recent one's a Clown DLC. It's not it or anything like that. It's uh, just like there's other... They can get the it license. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they can. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, everything... Because the Friday the 13th game, they've stopped making stuff, weren't they? Because the whole legal issues with it. Yeah, and, it's, and it never got fixed properly anyway. There were still mm. glitches, shit. Like, I stopped yeah. playing that. I backed that on Kickstarter. Yeah. Waited years to get a copy of the fucking game. I finally get a copy of the game. Doesn't work. <laughs> and then I try and play it again more recently. It doesn't work. And then I try and play it again when they say they've patched everything and there's still not a proper. There's not a proper. Um, there's still not a proper game search, so you can't just join random games. Hmm. You know, if you do it that way, you're waiting at least fifteen to twenty minutes for a game to start. <laughs> and that's not because everybody else is in a game. Because as soon as you get in there, everybody's like, "Oh, first game of the day, yeah, 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 yeah I'm really looking forward to it." It's just like. This is dog shit. Just disconnect as soon as they stay there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very poorly designed game, that one. And it's it, like it's not poorly designed in its iteration because it's a really fascinating idea and it could work very well. And clearly it did because Dead by, Dead by Daylight exists. But this being free on PS4 right now, I, I, I don't know why people wouldn't be playing this. Yeah, I'll have to download it at some it's point. It's really fucking fun. What was the other free game this month? Uh, the other one was... I think was, I've already got it. I think something. I think it's something I've got on something else. What was it? I don't know, man. I can't remember. I downloaded both of them. I think it was a racing game, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Sorry. Um, that's on Forza Forza Horizon 2's the one on the um, Xbox One. Which I'll be playing soon. No, I can't remember what the PS PS4 one was. Some bullshit. Probably. Fuck it. 
Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, Dead by Daylight. Uh, it's not it's not completely without issue, and a fucking toxic crowd that play it now really kind of ruined the experience because you don't want to get abuse after you've won a game just because they couldn't do what they needed to do. It's kind of irritating when people want you to feign ignorance to them trying to free their buddy. Like that's basically what they're asking. I'm like, no, pretend that we're not him. It's like just do something else. Are they sure they're not playing like cowboys and Indians as kids or something? Know. Yeah, I shot you, I shot you, I shot you. No, no, I've got body armor, I've got body armor, you can't get me. So it's fucking scrub. And also, even if you do, like, make distance and, like, try and catch them, and you catch someone, they go, oh, you're a fucking stalker, you mate. It's like, this is, this is just, this stalking, is that's what you're meant to do, you're a stalker. Yeah, it's insufferable. <laughs> but, um, but the game's really fucking fun, just turn off chat. Yeah. Block any other cunts that try and give you shit. Chat. You never have chat on in games. No, 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 not chat, sorry, messages. You know, they send you never messages. never have any of that on. No, 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 oh. messages. They send yeah. it. You don't get messages on your PS4. Block them instantly. Oh, really? Block everyone. Turn them to fuck off. I don't know how you do that, but okay. Just Um, block everyone. As soon as you see a message, can't you? I give this a Jim Carrey. It's kind of having a resurgence because it's been free to play. Mm. Um, It was a bit shit, you know, getting all that crap from them, but for the most part, it's still a quality product. Recommend most people give it a go, especially if you've got PS4 and PS4 Plus. Mm. Or PS Plus because it's free! Uh. PS Plus. Yeah, download it today. And if you're a bad game, I am. God, what is my what is my name on uh, PS4? Uh, you have like two accounts on there. No, I've got Matt Klaus. Possibly. Oh God, my name. No. Um. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm mostly playing with the Matt Klaus one. Well, you should um play online and get all the cool kids to to join you. And then they can moan at you because you're stalking them and playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Alright. I said Jim Carrey. It's your review. Fuck's sake. Just stay there in silence. Sorry. Bad etiquette. Anyway. Um, I haven't finished watching Power Rangers Wild Force because I've still got like nine episodes to go or something. So, you know, I'm still working on it. But I did watch all of the entirety of Russia Sentai Tokuja. That is Super Sentai's 2014 series um, with the Choo Choo Train characters. They're all based on trains. They've got Choo Choo Trains that combine into a giant robot. Great. And in one episode, it has a giant dick weapon. What? The train comes out of the front like a thing, breaks a jar. Um, The show's fantastic. Like, really fucking amazingly good. Um, The sort of the story goes at the start is that one of them wakes up on this train with a whole bunch of crying kids and a monster controlling this train. And then this other train comes along. It's a bright, colourful, fun train. And four, like, Super Sentai warriors come out and they're all, like, helping fight monsters and stuff. And the main, the kid, the older guy who's on the train is, like, joins up with them and he gets the red Takuja powers and stuff. And they help fight the Shadow Line who are travelling around and they'll, like, they'll get to a train station and they'll take over the train station. They'll make people depressed and miserable and... When those people get depressed, they give off darkness, which the monsters absorb, and it yeah. powers their operation and gives them extra strength and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so they'll, they'll go to a town and they'll do something like, um, but they'll make all the people in the town team up every now and again and fight each other, and whoever is defeated will be, you know, depressed and upset and covered in blood, and they'll be sucking the life out of them well, until they die. And if they take over the entire town, the town sinks into the ground and disappears, and no one remembers it existed. Oh. It, like, completely vanishes. And as you go through the series, you find out that the main team, the Takujas, they 
know each other somehow, but yeah. they only have memories of themselves when they were children because they figure, you know, it's when they had their like um, closest time together, like all their strongest memories are from when they were kids, and that's the only reason they can remember it, and they can't remember anything else. Yeah, and they're trying to remember where they're from and all this sort of stuff because they figure that their town has been taken by the Shadow Line at some point. Yeah, so they want to free it and bring it back. And as the show goes on. They meet a new. They get a new member of the team, who's a former monster of the Shadow Line, who's now living as a human, and he repairs the Rainbow Line tracks. Rainbow Line's the train system. On Zeron, they're all yeah. cool, cool trains, and he repairs them. And he joins their team, and he's like the only one who's like a serious adult. But he's because he's so serious, it comes across hilarious because the show is a comedy show first and foremost. Yeah. So he's like basically playing a straight man to it. Like there's one episode where he loses his harmonica. He always carries a harmonica, and he plays this sad song. Yeah. Before he goes into battle, and he thinks every battle is going to be the one where he's going to die, and the other guys like, "No, please, dude, you're not going to die. <laughs> it's fine." <laughs> but he's um, yeah, he loses his harmonica, and they're trying to make him smile in this episode. They have got a monster who makes people laugh, and when it makes them laugh, it launches them into the air. Yeah, their plan is just to make the monster laugh. Um, by it. so they practice all this stuff and this comedy act and stuff, and they do a, a wacky pose, and the monster doesn't find it funny because he thinks their pose is funnier than normal pose, and then the orange. Takuja, the sixth one, comes along and he's playing his sad song on a recorder because mm-hmm. he hasn't got his um, harmonica and it just sounds all wrong and he's playing it. And they go, why are you playing a child's recorder? And he goes, what? I didn't have my real thing. And it makes the monster laugh. Like, basically, just because he's so serious, the monster cracks up. Jesus. It's freaking Japanese television, man. Sounds but, incredibly um, depressing. It's got some really depressing stuff going on in it. Like, because it is... Like I say, it's it's a full-on comedy series, but it's a comedy series for a reason, and it's very childish for a reason. And it's mm. because, as you find out later on, as the series goes on, there's like the villain in the series, um, the Emperor of the Shadow Line. He's obsessed with sparkles, and sparkles is the imagination, yeah, like of children and people who have sparkles have great imagination, and the Dakujas have great imagination. That's how all their vehicles are powered and how they transform them and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Without imagination, you wouldn't be able to see the shadow line and all this sort of stuff. So adults can't see their trains and all this sort of thing. Okay. And the villain's obsessed with retaining their sparkles. And at some point, he saw a sparkle in the darkness when he woke up and he realises it was right, the red Dekuja, and he wants his sparkle. And it turns out, as the series goes on, that... They, the reason why the Takujas don't remember anything other than when they were kids is because they're kids. They, they, when their town was taken, their imagination was so strong, they were pulled out of the, um, pulled out of the darkness. Yeah. And brought back up into the light, except for Wright, who was grabbed by the Emperor. Like, he reached out for his light. Yeah. And he managed to grab him and drag him into the Shadow Line, which is why he was on the Shadow Line train. Um, so he's actually, um, lead Super Sentai is actually full of darkness and it's like his whole imagination and everything is sort of covering that up and all this sort of stuff so he's like he's really bright imagination but he's secretly been tainted by the darkness of the shadow line and all this sort of okay. stuff so then it, so it turns out that basically they've been given adult bodies because the adult bodies are strong enough to fight back against the monsters yeah. but they'll have the imagination of the children so they have bursting imagination enough imagination to power the robots and all the different combinations they have which they literally just make up on the fly and they're very line like we never intended for this you're breaking the robots stop putting them together like this um because they just make increasingly bigger robots yeah um so yeah so it turns out they're all they're all little children they've been weaponized by the president of the rainbow army to fight in a war for them um, 
And the last like six ish episodes, like five, six episodes, mm-hmm. the humor starts to completely vanish and it gets really serious. And they, the characters are constantly doing things that are almost betrayals to the other members of the team. Really? Like they'll try and cut one of them out of the group and say, no, if we bring you down here, it's going to attract the villains and it'll be a bad time. And then he'll, like, he sends them off. When he comes back, he tricks them to going onto the train and sending them back to the town where they came from which restores them back to being children and makes them lose all their memories of being part of the shadow line or the rainbow line and all this sort of stuff. This, is, this sounds like a very deep It gets dark series. and then Wright ends up becoming like a dark ranger. He like, he stops when he changes, he doesn't go red, he turns into a black suited ranger. Okay. It's like a black, still got little tiny sparkles in it though because he's still got a little bit of imagination. But um, yeah, there's like all sorts of like gradually building on the whole idea that like the main grifter, the villain can't take people's sparkles. He wants to. He thinks he wants to take people's sparkles and make them their own, their imagination. And he even literally absorbs a monster who has imagination, like a rare, a rare monster who actually has got a sparkle in her eyes. But he can't absorb her fully. She's always constantly there, and she breaks free eventually. Yeah. Um. There's a whole bunch of crossovers. Like the villains are like all of them have some levels of character going on where they actually, they're all backstabbing arseholes and they've all got some reason to hate each other. Um. And some of them are a bit funnier than others, but they all. But like one, the the one he absorbs is called Glitter. Um, although for the first few episodes, there's people are subtitling it called a Gritter because Japanese people don't pronounce their L's right. And uh, I guess until the point where it went, oh, you got sparkles. Oh, sparkles, Glitter. Her name's not Gritter. It's Glitter. Um, but she like she becomes the like the crux of the villains because she's the only good person on their side, and she's the one who ends up saving the day a little bit at the end. But um, yeah, the whole plot thing is that the villain can't just take someone's sparkle and make them their own. He has to create his own sparkle. Mm-hmm. So the only villains who have ever broken free of that found something to love. Like um, the one who's the huge on their team, he saw a rainbow one day. His power was making everything rain. And he thought he was the evilest thing in the world because he ruined children's sports days and stuff like that. Yeah. But one day he stopped raining, he saw a rainbow. And he was like, wow, it's beautiful and he wants to protect the rainbow. So that's why he becomes the protector of the rainbow line and becomes the Chikuja. Um One of the other villains gets betrayed by the Emperor and he realises that Glitter was protecting him all along and he was kind of using her for his own means and he realises that she really she cared and now he's like, well, I, be- I betrayed your trust. And he goes, I'm going to do what I can to make it up to her. He thinks she's dead. And then later on she finds out, but he's got a sparkle now. And he becomes a really interesting general character who helps the Chikujas a little bit towards the end. And then there's one episode where just like everyone gets fucking slaughtered, all the monsters just start getting killed. Really? Yeah, the villain turns crazy evil. Oh. <laughs> like he's got forms, and his fo- his true form is being held back by having glitter absorbed into him and all this. And when he lets out his true form, he just slaughters everyone brutally, just slicing them up. Um, but yeah, the show's brilliant. Like it's got a nice message for kids about like making sure you find something that you enjoy and in you know grouping onto it there's always there's episodes throughout the series where characters all show that there's something that they love from when they were a child yeah that, when one of the characters has an imaginary friend and the monster one of the monsters brings her imaginary friend out and her friend's imaginary friend's running around with them he's just like a big looks like a leek <laughs> like a leek or something like some onion oh, or something like that thing from uh, from Gantz maybe yeah he's yeah. just like a big curly thing and he does the opposite of what everyone says but then he fucking dies one of the monsters kills him Jesus and they think it's going to make the Takuja really sad. They think, ha-ha, I've made you sad now. And she doesn't. She's like, he had great bravery. He saved us. And then she beats the shit out of the monster with a hammer. 
Too fucking right. Um, but um, yeah, Mikey comes back in one of the crossover specials. Later. Mikey? Mikey's the, the her imaginary oh, friend. Oh, her imaginary friend, like Bing Bong. Yeah, <laughs> Bing Bong. But um, yeah, I watched the crossovers and the other ones, and there's like an epilogue film they did, which is kind of set 10 years in the future. Yeah. Um, but they're adults and they don't have imagination anymore, and they get sent back in time, and they meet the child cells and learn how to reinvigorate their imagination so they can become the Tukujas again and save the world in the future. Um, and there's a one-way crossover with the previous series and stuff. It's fine, you know. All fun stuff. But yeah, it's out of all the Super Sentai series I've watched so far, this one's just, like, brilliant. Absolutely mm. friggin' superb. There's hardly any episodes that feel a bit ropey. There's constantly fun, surprising, silly bollocks going on in it. It does sound, It sounds like the most upbeat one that you've talked about so far. Upbeat apart from all the depression. Apart from all the depression, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, upbeat to a point. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely like Go Kaija had funny episodes, but this one is the whole series aims to be funny until it's very much not. Yeah, and it then seems it's to push it until it gets too far, and then it's like, meh, we're still funny. Well, it gets us. to the point where it's just like the story can't be funny anymore because shit's going bad. And I've heard a lot of people describe it as very dark, and it is a bit dark because it is essentially you're talking about children, soldiers being made to fight a yeah. war. Um, I mean, there's ways of doing that in a light way. It is. If they don't dwell on it too much, and they yeah, get to the point say. where. By the time they find that out, they've been adults for like half a year and they sort of go, you know what, even though we're meant to be children, I kind of like that we've grown as people and I got used to being like this and this is how I feel I am now. I don't feel like I'm a child anymore. I feel like I'm an adult. And they sort of embrace that and use that to drive them forward to save the day. And the team's a fun team. There's a guy called Takachi. He's got glasses on. He's always thumbing his glasses up. And when he's a ranger, he thumbs a little visor up on his mask every now and again. There's one episode where he feels like he's not worthy of being smart enough to have glasses or something like that, and he tries to take his visor off all the time. Nice. <laughs> um, and one of the things the team can do is they can swap colours, and they use that every now and again. They'll like switch over what trains they used to morph. Yeah. So you get a pink male ranger. It's the first time there's pink male rangers in Super Sentai, because they can switch around. That's not true. There's that gender swap episode. That's that's Leia. That's that, that's Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger. Oh, so that's after this. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But I remembered it. Yeah, you remember that, yeah. I did. That's good, that. Well, that's not finished that until a next fun year. Episode. It's a really fun episode. Um, Takuja yeah. has one where they do a body swap. The two characters switch bodies, I think. Yeah, okay. a whole bunch of them switch bodies, yeah. Yeah. The monster keeps making them switch and they get really confused over who's who. Um, but yeah, that's a it's, a it's a fun, enjoyable show. The good, good teammates. And, you know, hopefully they'll be back in another episode, show at some point because I enjoyed them. I want them back in the anniversary series in a few years. Yeah, they all seem to come back in the end, don't they? Yeah, whatever ones they can get hold up. of. Yeah, <laughs> they're in the Carmen Rider movie that came out that year as well. Rider. Well, the new um, there's a Carmen Rider crossover episode, which is really good. Crossed over Carmen Rider game. Yeah, which is the one where the Carmen Riders are all fruit based. They like a giant orange drops on his head and it turns Incredible. into Samurai Rider armor. Um, but there was a movie that comes directly after that, and the Taku just turn up in that to help him out fight a giant monster. Which I need to watch that movie because it's like all the it's all the riders. From all the eras coming together into one big movie. Come together. Including Shin Kamen Rider, the one they pretend doesn't exist. The one from Godzilla. Nah, Shin Kamen I wish. Shin Kamen Rider's basically... Imagine if they did an American werewolf in London, but without the comedy, and it's really violent. Oh. And he And he mutates into a... It's not like armour. He physically werewolf turns into a Kamen Rider Wait, I... monster. <laughs> oh, really no, no, good. sorry, sorry. I'm remembering an animated series where they had monsters that did that. Yeah, it's like Guyver. <laughs> yeah, a bit like Guyver. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, um, 
Takuji, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. I don't know necessarily if you want to make it your first Super Sentai series, because I think something like Gakaiji is a really good introduction to it. Yeah. Um, and Or maybe one of the ones that was Power Rangers. If you, there's a Power Rangers series you someone likes, they might want to watch the Japanese equivalent of that first. Yeah. But um, it's one of the few series that wasn't adapted into Power Rangers, so everything is new in it. Whatever it's a bit you watch. strange that it wasn't adapted into I completely understand, because I, I don't think they definitely wouldn't go with the children soldier story in Power Rangers. Mm. And it is very out there in terms of... Like, trains aren't popular in America, are they? In in Japan, kids love trains. Oh, it's right, like yeah, whole I thing. Guess, so, yeah, it's weird. That'd yeah, because I know there was... Like, they had trains in Lost Galaxy, in, no, Lightspeed Rescue, and it's the only time they bothered putting trains in Power Rangers. But they crop up a bunch in Super Sentai. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the show even ends with, like, a song about different trains that <laughs> exist in... But, uh, That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't see that nowadays. There's a, there's a brilliant clip show episode where... um. They're trying to make sure the team have a good New Year's because they know there's going to be some bad shit coming up. Yeah. Um, and it is a clip show in certain parts, but at one point they arrange a band to play and it's the band who plays the theme tune for the TV show. So their band, the song that they have as their theme tune exists in the world. Wait, is it like, the classic theme tune or is it a different No, the theme tune for Tokuja. Their oh, own, their right, own okay, show's sorry. theme tune. The actual band that records the show, that made the show's theme tune, turns up in the series to sing the song to them. And then they all get together at the end of the episode when it gets to the end credits bit. The singer's like, "Oh, this isn't my song." Bye. He just wanders off, leaves them. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's that sort of sense of wacky sense of humour. But yeah, it, it's good shit. Fucking watch it. Yeah, it sounds like good shit. Yeah, I'm watching Die Ranger now. Are you? Yeah, which is a 1993 series, the one that they was season two of Power Rangers used the robots but didn't use the costumes. So this is all new to me. Oh, okay. Fairly new. The robot right. fights are similar. But, oh. I'm watching that one now. That's the one that's got the really cool theme tune with the dragon and Tenzin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, I mean, you played whoa, it for whoa. me. We can watch the video of it. Yeah, fucking amazing theme. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. Fusion. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the most upbeat one you've had. Like, apart from the depressing shit, it sounds like it's got a good, it's got a good balance of upbeat and depressing. It's full-on comedy and it just uses the comedy as a way to buffer the bad stuff. Yeah, so there's a lot of bad stuff that's hidden. Do you think it's something that kids would notice? So it's like one of those things where I don't Maybe. think kids would notice the bad I mean, stuff. the second episode starts off with them being told they're as good as dead. She's like, <laughs> and that's when you get the impression that maybe they're dead kids. It just sounds cool. like a '90s animated TV series. Mm. It's good, that good stuff. And it's got an Orange Ranger. You don't get many hey. Orange Rangers. There you go. Yeah. That was the first Orange Ranger since Battle Fever J in 1978. There's my knowledge for you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So it's my review. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, if anyone who's listening to the podcast knows anything about me, they know that I have a great love of cheesy action films from the '80s. Um, I used to talk about them all the fucking time. I never listened. Anyway, Die Hard. Like Die Hard movies. is one of my all-time favorite movies. Never. Heard I think of that's it. the case for most people. So I was very excited to hear that we were getting a remake of Die Hard with The Rock. Oh, skyscraper. Yeah. So I watched Don't skyscraper. Call it a remake of Die Hard. It's not like running away up a towers and. I watched it. skyscraper and. In contrast to the other the other film I watched with the Rock in it last well earlier this year, Rampage. Um, it is not a good time. Mark Sharp is fun. Skyscraper is not great. Oh, I don't believe you. So Skyscraper is a movie about um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's, it's it opens on a very dour sequence in which Dwayne the Rock Johnson goes into um, to a hostage situation. A man's lost his mind. Taking the kids hostage. They're trying to defuse the situation. So he's there with Pablo, Sh- Pablo Schneider. Pablo Schneider. I can't remember. The guy from Orange is the New Black, the first series. You know, the rapey guy with the moustache. No, I am. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pornstache. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's gone big and muscly. He was he was the leprechaun in uh, American Gods. Didn't watch that. He's not a leprechaun really good. In, leprechaun in the hood. It was really good. American <laughs> Gods was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's in 4K on Amazon Prime. Um, so anyway, so skyscraper. It's a it, like it basically it starts on this very down note in which Dwayne the Rock Johnson loses his, loses his leg. He meets Neve Campbell. Oh, she's still around. Nev Campbell is still around. She's not just in Scream yeah. anymore. She's in Skyscraper. Oh, um, and and she she manages to give him two beautiful children. Oh. Now, do they Dwayne... have legs missing as well? No, not yet. Uh, so Dwayne the Rock Johnson, we we then cut to him putting on his prosthetic, going about his day. He's basically he's getting ready to go and open up a massive building. It's the tallest building in the world in China. Oh. Um, he is going to be the security chief. Now, he started a small business, and he shouldn't have this big gig, but Pablo Schneider, Pablo Schreider, porn star, he has managed to finagle his friend into the role so that he can help them do the security checks. And, oh, and so he's also thing. behind whatever evil's happening. So, uh, uh, I'm just going to jump yeah, ahead there. I mean, I'm... I wouldn't trust porn stash. I'm not going to confirm nor deny. Uh. Um, but anyway, so Skyscraper. Um, it's a film about a man trying to save his family. His family aren't supposed to be in the... Um, they're not supposed to be in the building when this... Whole his whole family. His whole family, his wife and two kids. De- die hard then. They're one family member. Oh, no, right. Well, that's not true. Ellis, he was a child to us all. A coke-filled baby. Hans Booby. Hans Boobala. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you, I know this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so um, he his family are meant to be away for the day. Sadly, the little boy, he eats something that doesn't quite sit well with him. And so they go home with the intention of going to the zoo Stand's the next leg. day. Um, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he gets attacked by Pablo Schneider. This is after a failed robbery attempt. So someone tried to rob him in the in the street. But Dwayne the Rock Johnson had put the tablet that unlocks all of the security for the building, which they give him, in his pocket. Uh. So he had already taken it out and put it safely in his pocket so he could feel against his incredibly large pectoral muscles. Again, not a human being. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a god. Hmm. And he plays like uh, this. This is something I brought up when we spoke about Rampage. He plays a man who has a forty-hour-a-week job. Hmm. How the fuck does he do six hours of working out required to look the way he does, and then also do nine hours at a job? He would only man. sleep. He would only sleep nine hours, and that's without. In, Rob that's doesn't without, sleep. Probably doesn't. He's made of granite. Sexy, sexy granite. Um, anyway, he so sleeps when everyone's dead. Yeah, that's true. Um... It's it's just not a great movie. The action's all over the place. The fight scenes, the fight scenes are fine. There's loads of like nice, interesting little nuances. Like um, obviously, Dwayne, he's not known for his acting ability. He's known for being a charming, charismatic lead, but he's not really known for being like you know a dramatic actor in many ways. Uh, but um, his prosthetic mountain ballers. He remembers which knees, which knees are prosthetic, which is basic, I know. But not only that, he also, he sort of like, he shifts his weight on it differently. Hmm. And like, he sometimes limps. And when he goes into a fight, he'll often, he often won't pivot his weight on that leg. Hmm. He has less control, so he'll pivot his weight on his left leg and go over. And it's really interesting. Little bits like that you pick up on, but. Does he ever pick his leg off and clobber someone with it? No, he does use it as like oh. a grappling. <laughs> really? Awesome. <laughs> he throws it in a door at one point to keep the door from closing. Sweet. <laughs> Like, it, all in all, it's very silly, but it's not as popcorn, like, watchable. Like, there's a room that has all these mirrors that come up mm. and then go down, and you can guess that what happens with that, can't you? Why do the mirrors go up and down? So there's, like, mirrors that are inserted in the floor, and they can come up. 
Why? And then obviously it's just an effect. Why? And then they go down, and when they go down, the room has cameras all over. They're like they specifically say there are cameras all over. It's like why are there cameras all over? It's like so I can do this. They press the button, and it makes it look like they're just floating in the air. But right when that happened, I turned to Tara and I said, oh, wait, but there's a building below them. So the cameras wouldn't show just nothing below them. There'd be a building. Yeah. So what? how is it? Is it, a super, is it just a supercomputer that's generating the image as if the building's not there? What is happening in this movie? <laughs> when were they able to take pictures at this height specifically for down below with moving cars in place of where this building's situated? That's fine. It's fine. Everyone has even them. like even the ending is a bit anticlimactic. It's not really as it's not really as grand as you'd expect from this sort of film, and it just it like at times it feels very over the top. And it rains it in. What the film over the top? I'd love to watch that again. Mm-hmm. I would have watched it's that a hundred times over instead of this fucking film. Wrestling movie. It is, yeah. yeah. Where it goes over the top. Yeah. Did you know there's a, a sequel movie. to that prison film he was in? Yeah, Escape Plan Two Hades. Yeah. Yeah. Guess who's watched that? It's got Batista in it. It has Batista in it. Yeah. yeah. Guess Why is there a that? sequel to that? There's a third sequel to it as well. Oh, apparently, Coming yeah. out soon. It's got Jesse Metcalf in it. Someone's got, like, dirt on someone. Look, right? It cost me $2 for the digital copy How do they make three keep. of those films without Jason Statham? Jason Statham wasn't in. Yeah, but how do they not make one without Jason well, Statham? Well, appearing in it. Yeah, he's going to be in... I mean, you can't you can't make an action franchise and not have Jason Statham in it. Well, 50 Cent's in it as well. 50... Oh, yeah. Curtis Jackson. Yeah. Well, he's Star in a B movie. Blood in he's, the sand. He's in a B movie, so it's more like twenty five cents. Yeah, it's a quarter. Quarter cents. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's, I can't. I can't really recommend um, skyscraper over. Over. Um, the thing is with movies about skyscrapers is skyscrapers are very tall, but movies are very wide. Maybe that's the movie format we need vertical video for to get the most out of a skyscraper. I'm gonna give this. <laughs> I, I, the problem is I don't want to I'm not going to say that it's the worst fucking thing I've ever played because it's uh, ever watched because it's not it's not even the worst die hard rip off that I've ever seen it's just it couldn't really find it's it couldn't find what it wanted to be this is not as good as Alan Partridge the movie oh no it's a Pepper. fucking great movie yeah. which is the best die hard claim. it's not really die hard is it it's a die hard film. it's not really die hard it's die hard no no it's Norwich die hard it's no Norwich I would say I would say um, what was the God, what was the... Fuck's sake. What was, the, what was the Julian Barrett film that I saw like a hundred times? I actually went to the cinema. Mindhorn. Mindhorn. Yeah. Mindhorn's more like a diehard movie than fucking Alpha Papa. That was a great film. Did you watch Mindhorn? No. It's really fucking funny. I reviewed it for the show, for the podcast, didn't I? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I loved it. Uh, but yeah, Skyscraper. I mean, you just want the building to fucking collapse. Does it? No. Oh, what's the point then? I know. Jesus. At the end... the, the Do they blow any of it I'm going to ruin it for you, because I'm going to ruin it for everyone, because it's fucking stupid. At the end, Neve Campbell, Neve Campbell, Mimi Campbell, <laughs> she she goes, oh, look, these people were stealing John's tablet. With this, we can control all of the security systems. And the chief of police comes over and he goes, are you unlocking stuff? And she's like, I'm trying. And she's just pressing random operations on it. And I'm like, when did you get trained to use that? She's a nuclear physicist. Have you not seen Die She's Another a Day? She's a doctor. Yeah. But that's fine. Doctors don't usually repair PCs. <laughs> she's like fucking tapping stuff. And she's just going like, I hope this turns the sprinklers on. She's like, sprinklers. 
elevator. And they're like, is it She's working? Activate the Gatling guns with the kill bad guys option. <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous. The bad guy, the guns can read the morale it's, of the morals of the characters and I just kills this, the bad ones. I give this a Henry Winkler. It's Henry. harmless, but it is fucking wandering about Fons. the place. It's wandering about the, the place. Fons is amazing. It doesn't really know what it's up to anymore. He's amazing in Arrested Development. He is amazing in Arrested Development. I didn't Development. watch the new ones, though. Cause no, I didn't either. Can't bother. I didn't watch yeah. the last series. I couldn't bother with the last I watched series. the first Netflix series and it went great. And then they released a remixed version yeah, of I didn't it. Watch, yeah, I watched like half the last series and I couldn't get on with it. Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor's still the best thing about it. And he's a rapist. Yeah. Yeah. How hard is it not to rape someone in life? I've never raped someone. Pretty difficult. Right? Yeah, yeah, I imagine so. I mean, it seems to be everyone does it, as far as I can tell. That Jared Leto's still not been caught. He's still allowed to make films. Yeah. Hashtag, where's Leto's me Whenever to? I see his name as, like, he's being in something, I'm just like... Wouldn't it be amazing if, like, after they do that Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix, for whatever reason, yeah. they just forget that Jared Leto was part of the DC universe and just have Joaquin Phoenix in it? I still fucking, like... Where is his me too moment? There's got to be, like, a bunch of women that are just like... They're not women, though. They're all 14. Well, yeah. Well, they were they 14 were. then. Yeah. He's he's old. He's almost 50, isn't he? Yeah. Is that 48? Creepy ass fucker. Fucking hell. I like, thought it was funny when he got his arm cut off in Requiem for a Dream, though. Yeah, I thought that was funny as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, for that. anyone who's wondering what the fuck we're talking about, just Google Jared Leto, sexual offender. Yeah. <laughs> or Jared Leto, sex with 14-year-olds? What was it? He, did, he didn't use condoms to the cast. Yeah, on... uh, yeah, yeah. You don't so, do so, that. Yeah. I would punch his fucking lights. Imagine if he did that to Batista or something. <laughs> if he tried that with Dave Batista. Yeah. He would just be like, fuck you. Yeah. He'd just say, No, oh, fuck is right. Dave Batista's kind of my hero right now. Yeah. He's got them using the James Gunn script, hasn't he? Hmm. He's like, he's like turned around and said, if they don't use James Gunn's script, I'm just going to fucking quit. Yeah. And it's like, and they're like, they're Do like, you think they went around the executive's office and said, okay, which one wants to be the one to tell him we're not going to use it? Yeah. And they're all just like, basically all just pushing the blame until eventually they went, you know, why don't we just use it? It's like, who can we replace him with? Like, Vin Diesel's already in the movie. Yeah. And he's never going to be jacked enough. Yeah. Like, the only other person I can think that could possibly do that Vin is Vin Diesel the doing rock. a bloodshot film, isn't he? Yeah. And Valiant Comics stuff. That's yeah. a bit weird. You can get a Ninjak film or what other Valiant Comics are there? Uh, Man of War? Man of, yeah, exactly. Man of War. Yeah. <laughs> he crossed over with Iron Man in the he 90s. He did, yeah. yeah. Iron Man 2099, wasn't it? No, no, it was, there was a game on the SNES. Yeah, no, but Iron I thought Man it was Iron Man 2099. No, nah, I don't know. Just I think it was regular future, Iron Man. It? No, no, it's set. Because Man of War is set in 2099. Is it? Yeah, it's set in uh, the future. I'm sure it's just regular Iron Man. Oh, maybe it is. That was a terrible yeah. game. Yeah, it's not great. Really bad. Yeah. It's faux 3D, isn't it? So you've got, like, you've got the pixels. Got, no, it's got the, yeah, it's, it's got the rendered. Yeah, terrible. Rendered graphics. Fucking awful. Anyway, one more last review is yeah. going to be. Um, oh wait, I should have brought up IGN's review and so I could read it. Um, <laughs> Dead cells. I was, Dead I was cells. actually going to do the same thing because my last review is a game, so I was going to Google IGN's review and just read that from later. Yeah. You got to like, change the odd words so no one can tell. No, no, no. He already said that he doesn't think it was plagiarism. Yeah, he said it wasn't plagiarism. Then he said, "Jason Shree, you think this other one I've done is plagiarism, and it's not okay." And so he did challenges to find something else, and then straight away they found something oh, no, else. It's fucking ridiculous. That guy's oh, he's a dick. He removed this video. I hope he. Who is he? He's, he's like, was he a proper writer for them? Well, he was. He's been working on IG, on um, IGM for about six, seven months, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And he he had a YouTube channel before, and just when you watch his apology video, like. It's apology. Not an apology video. It's not an apology video. He sorry, I got sorry. caught video. He only yeah. apologised to the developers of the game. Yeah. Because he probably wants to keep devs on his side or something. 
It's fucking total shit. Yeah. Hey, hey. He hey. started off with. Where's the, the game of game thing for this prick? <laughs> I know ethics, man. Ethics and journalism. He's yeah. stealing other people's work. Not a woman. Though. Hey, game of gamers, get on this cunt. Yeah. Unless you're just sexist pigs who want to fucking. He's removed this video already. Those fucking cunts. What game again? Fucking cunts. No, I can't believe they still exist. Is the thing that keeps getting on my fucking nerves. I think they're doing it for a joke now, aren't they? Are they? I hope so. No, I think these are like anyway. I think these are the Trump voters as well. I think that's who it is. That's it. We warned them. They're the Proud Boys. Yeah, they're like Afric Fandanalism plush fist fingers. My mum made me. Fucking idiots. Cunts. Dead cells. Sorry, I apologise to the dev, but I don't apologise to audience. Dead Cells, a lot of people have gone, oh, it's a Metroidvania type game. It's very loosely a Metroidvania. It's not Metroidvania. No. It's a roguelike. It's yeah, like I was going to say, Rogue Legacy meets yeah, Dead uh, it's Dark, literally, Dark Souls. Yeah, it's very much Rogue Legacy. Yeah. Um, except Rogue Legacy had like a... The way Rogue Legacy was built was you had a central area and then there was areas that came off them. It was and you had to beat like, them all to beat the boss. It was like a like. self-generated Tetris. Yeah, but you had to yeah. make sure you beat each boss eventually so you could go to the final one. Yeah. This one's more, you make a run for the final boss mm. and you try to go through. But the levels do branch off all over the place. And as you beat certain mo- areas in the game, like certain bosses, you'll get um, rooms that will allow you to access new areas. So whereas the starting area, for the first few runs, you'll be going into... Um, the stronghold area afterwards or something. After a while, you'll be able to get items you need to go into another area. Or, um, you know, if you go fast enough, there's little bonus areas you can get into in the other level. So if you're speed running, there's a reward for going as fast as you can through the game. Um, but it does split up all over the place and you can go to all sorts of different routes. And some of the areas are massive that you end up trying through and they can take you like 20 minutes to work your way through slashing all the enemies if you're trying to kill everyone like I am. And some areas are smaller. And the way you level up stuff is um, there's like a a list of things you can unlock. And if you find a blueprint and get it to the end, whatever blueprint that's for, that adds as a weapon. And when you unlock weapons, as you say, unlock five weapons, it'll unlock a new thing that's like a permanent upgrade that you can start to build up. And some enemies drop these soul, these dead cell orbs. Yeah. And you trade those in for those unlocks. So you can do stuff like you can trade it in to get a random bow and arrow when you start your next game, your next run. So when you start from then on, the bow and arrow that was originally a basic one would be a random one each time out of the ones you've picked up so far. Yeah. Um, and I've got it now, so I get a random weapon, random arrow. I haven't unlocked the random, random shield yet because I'm barely using the shields, but some of the shields are... Like the shields that when you pull up, pull them up to block, they fire an arrow, which mm. is quite handy. Um, but shields are more like for parrying and knocking back enemies, but you don't really need that. I've, I've been doing fine just slashing the shit out of them. Um but then there's other like unlocks and stuff, and every time you do a run, you can pick a mutation. The first three times you go through to modify your character's stats and stuff, so maybe you reduce the cooldowns on something, or you get 15 seconds of extra strength every time you kill an enemy, which encourages you to like speed run through them as quick as possible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like the combat's really fast and fun. It's really simple. You got this. It's all built around dodging enemy attacks with a roll. And then slashing the shit out of them. There's no like um, hidden special moves or anything. There's no like doing a quarter circle and punch to a power move or diving attacks and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so it's like a, it's a step up above what Rogue Le- Legacy had because Rogue Legacy was literally just swinging that sword the whole time. Yeah, which is like really simple, but you knew exactly what that was going to hit every single time you did it. Um, and this is more like a combo system in place, but it's not over the top or anything. Isn't there like a shift system as well? So like you've got. Uh dodge roll that you can use and that's got like a certain period of invulnerability yeah the dodge roll just for dodging projectiles and attacks and stuff 
but you need to use that on certain enemies. Like there's an enemy with a shield that will charge you, so you have to roll through his charge so you yeah. can get behind him and twat him in the back. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. There's a nice variety of weapons in it. I'll be interested to see how they upgrade and add stuff to it because um, at the start of the game, when you walk in, you see like a whole ton of jars hanging up. Yeah. And when you unlock weapons and upgrades, they appear in those jars. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's your collection of all the potential things you could unlock as you play through the game. Yeah. So I'm wondering if when they if they do add stuff to this later, they're going to have to make that area bigger and keep adding new bits to it, new oh, jars, like a new room on the end. Yeah, add new new things. There's daily challenge modes as well. You unlock after a while. There's a whole bunch of mysteries as well. I still haven't figured out stuff like there's these doors you come across and they've got like a one of one to four circles on them. Yeah. And you can knock on them and nothing happens. But I think what it is is. In my theory, there's something. There's a prisoner in there, and you have to rescue them, get them out of the castle somehow. Um, I figure that they only unlock when you beat in the game a certain amount of times. Okay. So I think that's something they're in there. That's in there. They, are they that frequent that they change the game on your second playthrough? Or your f- You'll see them in pretty much every area. Will have the doors in them. Just uh, one. There's usually one. Well, there's there's usually I've, I've seen to be all four of them are usually there somewhere, but I don't know how to open them. There's nothing coming up yet, so I imagine there's some sort of something for later on like maybe there's something you unlock later that allows you to open those doors because um, you get like I say you get runes that like te- use teleport stones and stuff like that to get to new areas or make vines grow and things like that but um, yeah it's a really freaking good game um, there's been a few times I've been playing it and I've ended up playing it way longer than I was intending to because I just got hooked um, lots of secret areas I did have a weird thing happen yesterday where I rolled out the way of an enemy and went into a wall and I thought oh I found a secret area but it didn't open up a secret area like it normally does. You didn't roll through and end up in a room. I sort of was stuck on a load of spikes, and everywhere I jumped, I was getting stabbed by spikes and then got killed by spikes. So I don't know if I like rolled my way into an area I'm not meant to be into, like I clipped through the wall or something. Yeah. Um, that was weird. Unless it's something else. Maybe that's something else. Maybe it's another secret thing that I need to learn about. I don't know. Hmm. But um, yeah, it's a really solid-ass game. Um, it's a bit more expensive on Switch for some reason than it is on Steam. It's like twenty two fifty on Switch. Yeah, for the download, but it's like it was like seventeen pounds something on. Steam. I was looking at digital versions. It's going to cost me like twenty five quid if I want it on cart. Yeah, is it got a cart version? Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So twenty five pounds is not too bad. That's about what I paid for Dar- uh, for Darkest Dungeon. Oh no, Darkest Dungeon was only eighteen. Mm. Switch carts have been really cheap recently. I've managed to get a couple of good deals. I think I got um, La Noir for fourteen. That's La Noir though. Everyone's probably. Everybody's probably it's probably a million yeah. copies like that 30, lying around. It was probably thirty. I think it was thirty quid when it was released. Yeah, and they went down to went down still to twenty five. I still got that on Xbox. I think I have. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it. Stranglehold on Xbox. There's a Stranglehold's a great game. I fucking love that game. It's a really good game. Tony Hawk's of shooting remember. games. Freaking it's not Tony Hawk's shooting games. It is a Tony no, Hawk of shooting. Tony Hawk's of shooting games is fucking Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> that's the hard. That's the uh, hard target of uh, hard target of action. Hard game. target. Hard target. No, sorry. What was the what was the hard boiled. Hard boiled. That's a hard boiled. It's, match, a, it's a Tony Hawk's game. You jump on the scenery no, and roll all over the place, game. and you no. play combos like, together. There are so many games I would say a Tony Hawk's game beyond that, and Sunset Overdrive is so much more a Tony Hawk's game than that is. Yeah, doesn't have Ch- what's his face. It's in? weird that Sunset Overdrive is not getting a sequel. That was a really good game. Yeah, it was Microsoft exclusive, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they fucking killed it. Just like they killed that Dino. Crisis He's still on a console. No one wants to play. Well, Xbox is still selling all right. Still doing good. The Xbox One X done all right. Yeah. The original Xbox hasn't. No, the original Xbox did badly. Xbox mm. One S and Xbox One X did fine. Yeah, I might get an S eventually. I've got an S now. I was thinking about getting rid of it. So if you want it at some point. Yeah, give me um, all your stuff. Everything. I'm not giving you all my stuff. No. Oh, um, I want a Daegu. Give me your Daegu. 
<laughs> you can't have but my you day clean yet. the cage out and you no, feed it. No, you can't it. have my day yet. <sighs> anyway, Dead Cells. It's good. Yeah. I, I had a voucher, so I was like, I'm going to buy that. I still have money left over on my Steam, so I was like, I'm having that. Yeah, that's fine enough. It's um, good fun. I don't know if I'll finish it, because I've got a feeling I won't be good enough. It's going to be enough of one of those situations where it's, I'm not good enough to finish the game. I've finished Binding of Isaac a couple of times, so you know I have finished some of these roguelike games sometimes. Um, I finished Rogue Legacy. Yeah. That took some doing. But um, the hard mode on that is just piss off hard, so did not play that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm usually not good enough to finish these games. I haven't finished Enter the Gungeon. It's too difficult. No, I haven't finished Enter the Gungeon it's either. Fucking... No, that one's really good though. Yeah. That one is really solid. I need to play it small. But um, I love those sort of games though, but it's good, it's good stuff. It's got a good sense of humour. Um, I've seen a lot of people go on about how great the pixel art is, but I don't think they realise that it's 3D character models that are pixelated, just rendered at a lower resolution. They're not... It's not hand-drawn pixel art. They're 3D character models that mm. are being rendered in 2D pixel art. But whatevs. It's good stuff. Anyway, you review your last thing, you flaccid penis. Okay. Uh, my last thing this week is going to be a surprise to everyone because I reviewed it <sighs> fucking atrociously a few years ago. <sighs> And Why? it's back. It's back again. It's back again, isn't it? No Man's Sky. It's No Man's Sky next oh. now. It's a new release, technically. Oh, you, no. It's pretty much a new fucking game. Did you get on Xbox? No. Oh. You just got the PS4. You get the update for free on PS4. Yeah. Yeah. You bought it for me. You remember I sent you money yeah, over yeah. PayPal to get it. You should have got it on Xbox, though, because it runs at higher frame rate or some shit. Digital Foundry went into it. Oh, right. So Apparently, it if it runs at five frames per second more, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, fucking double. 30 frames per second is fine as long as consistent. I do. There's the, there's the British guy on Digital Foundry who's always like, John Liebenham's fine. Yeah. But the British guy is like, the frame rate drops to 57 frames per second, which is extremely disappointing. Yeah. And basically makes it unplayable. Like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Shit. Oh, dear. Anyway. It is a bit weird, though, considering that PS2 and PS1 games run at 60. It depends on the things. Yeah. yeah. But, um,. And Xbox and GameCube. They had 60 FPS games. All consoles have had 60 FPS games. Well, look at Super Smash Bros. It's just whether or not the game is capable of running that speed. Yeah. And also, it's like, it depends on how intensive it is, what it's generating. Anyway, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. The procedurally generated space sim fucking... Now it's like a fucking marketplace simulator, a building simulator. You've got all this other shit in there. It's online, multiplayer, whatever. Do anything, man. Do anything you want in space, except for actually find love. Mm, They could. Maybe. Uh, it's it's great. It's a lot better than it was before. It's a lot more solid. Yeah. Well, I said that last year, didn't I? It's a lot more guided now. It, yeah. When they do those updates. But the new update is... Like, they've, they've enhanced that a bit more. Yeah. So, yeah. So, stuff. when there was that update before, we both jumped back on. Um, I still had trouble. It's still um, very much... Well, back then, it was still very much... Hey, uh, uh, maybe maybe mine some cobalt? Just, just, just 25 cobalt. Now it's like, you need to mine 50 of this, 25 of that. We're not going to make it so you need to get condensed cobalt or anything like that, like condensed carbon, sorry, or anything like that just yet. What we want to do is teach you the basics. So can Mm. you get this, and then we'll teach you refinery, and then we'll teach you this, and then you're good to go. Yeah, it leads you along a lot better. Oh, so much better. Yeah. Uh, You know, if um, you want to make anything, you just go into the index guide thing, pick that item out, and it'll create a quest. Yeah. And tell you how to make whatever thing you're looking at, which is really smart. Yeah. Um, one of the nice other features is um, blueprints now not indecipherable nightmares mm. if you get a blueprint it shows you what you need to make it and then where it goes you just chuck in your blueprint analyzer yeah. yep uh, well everything had to go through the blueprint analyzer before now you can mm. buy blueprints that are ready yeah yeah 
Um, which is great. Um, also, nanites. Nanites aren't just a fucking, like, a mysterious currency you get five off here and there. You're now quite easily able to get nanites to buy the additional Yeah, I got ship. given a thousand for something. I don't yeah. even know what I'm going to spend that on. Yeah. Like, I... Well, go, go and get... Like, what I've been doing is I've been buying blueprints hmm. so I can make stuff when I get a new weapon. But if I'm... Because I'm currently using a Class C weapon instead of my Class A one that I had before. Hmm. The reason I'm using it is it's got 27 slots. Oh, yeah. So just chuck all the S rank shit in it. Sorry, I'm burping a lot. Disgusting. Whereas my A class weapon only had like seven. Yeah. And it's just not enough. Same with my ship. I've got like a B class ship that can hold like 40 things. Yeah, you know, they've been putting that little thing in every space station. When you go to a new space station, you can go talk to. Yeah, and it's got a new. It's got you a get new, gun. Fr- new exo slot. Yeah. Space. Like, you can get new As long as you slot. can make the shit they need to do it. Yeah. No, no, it's free. You just. Um, well, say free. You just need free. to pay units for it, but. The unit cost goes up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Sorry, yeah. I was. Thinking, I thought you were talking about the dropships. No, no. It's yeah. like there's in the top right when you go into the space stations. There's a guy who sells suit upgrades. Oh no, but it's he's top got left. a. You're talking top yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. But he's got like a holographic exosuit yeah, yeah. thing, and you, and you just that jump and... in there. Did you know that if you put it into your, so you know your storage container hmm. has has different slots. Yeah, you got the cargo areas. Yeah, if you put it in cargo, you get the same amount of space as you would do if you were putting a slot on your ship. Yeah. So you get like a lot more space. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I do. I put like stuff that I'm going to have a lot of because I think you can hold 500 instead of 250. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it's, it is like a completely different game. So I think it warrants a new review. Um, I've had a lot of fun. I've played it for like 12 hours now, which is double what I played it on. <laughs> when I'm yeah. I think I've only done about six hours on it so far. We'll just oh, spend yeah. some time playing with moons and yeah. Cardinal Smith jumping yeah. around. I've just, I've basically, I've just made a bunch of antimatter. I've got all my shit together. I've just jumped from place to place to place, and then what I've done is visited the space station, so I've got a teleport, and I just mm. teleport between. Have you had to deal with stuff. the guys who sort of appear in a big orb ship thing? And yeah, yeah, dealing with that, the anomaly. Yeah. I've already done uh, quite a few of the anomaly missions. So Polo, who is the little guy who deciphers yeah. stuff, yeah, I'm on like the third or fourth task for him. But they give you. I think he only gives well. you one a day, doesn't he, or something? Like uh, there's a time limit for when he gives you a new one, anyway. I'm not sure about that. Like when you complete a task, he gives you a certain amount of time before he'll give you another task. Potentially. Yeah. All I've been doing is I've like, I've been rationing out because I don't want to play it for like a solid amount of time. So I've been like doing an hour or an hour, an hour and a half a day. Mm. So I've been playing it since the update. So, well, maybe two hours. You got the freighter? No. Uh, See, I fucked up the freighter mission. Really? So, you know, the freighter comes through and you save it and you like shoot the bad ships and you save it. Yeah. The time that I actually got that mission, a sentinel was following me. Yeah. So the Sentinel ship started fighting me as soon as the other ships gave up fighting me. I started fighting the Sentinel ship, and then that that triggered it so it wouldn't let me go onto the freighters. Mm-hmm. Well, I, or I could go onto the freighters, but it would be like they were trying to sell me the ship instead of actually just give it to me. Yeah. So it fucked the whole thing up, so I didn't get a freighter. You'll probably get it. It'd probably crop up again at some point. In all fairness, I have millions and millions of millions of monies. Yeah. Because I've just been... I've basically... For the first planet that I arrived on, I was on a sodium-rich place. So I was just farming a fuck ton of sodium and just selling it for loads. Ooh. And then I started doing the egg trick, you know, where you find the abandoned buildings. Yeah. You know, the eggs, if you shoot them, they release the um, the glowing thing. Yeah. If you collect those, you get like uh, 80,000 each. No, it's more than that. It's like 100,000 each. Mm. So you collect those, you farm those and sell those. I'm up to like, I've got like 15 million. So stupid. Big money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but all in all, I've got like nanites, I'm on like 5,000. Just do like because I've because you unlock the missions, yeah. And so you can you can you remember like Borderlands you used to be able to stagger like have six missions on the go at once. Mm. You can do that, 
So you get all the missions that are like scan flora and then kill monsters. Mm. And you just get like five or six of those, do them all in one. So you just camp on top of an abandoned building, shoot the fucking monsters that come up when you, when you steal their eggs, and then just fucking decimate them all. And that's it. I'm avoiding those bastards. Just jump on top of a building. They don't hurt. They can't, can't get oh. there. Yeah, but yeah. they're nasty. I don't like them. It's a bit like aliens, isn't it? Yeah. I like the haunted terminals that are covered in ectoplasm. Oh, sexy. Yeah. Uh, but all in all, it's, it is, it's like playing a different game. Completely different. Like, mm. even small shit like third person view and stuff. Yeah, I turned it off because I couldn't get used to the camera angle on it. Because you're not. I love it. Yeah, third person view all the way. Even my spaceship. I love third person on spaceship. Mm. It feels like, feels a bit like playing Rogue Squadron. Because <laughs> it just, it works the same way. Like, as long as you pump the brake when someone's zooming around you, you've got the advantage and you've got maneuver. Well, you don't yeah, have maneuverability, yeah. but you just pump the brake and go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, nice little things they've added in. Like, you've got so many more meteor storms. So now you can, you can farm Tritonite. So you're not just drifting through space for 20 minutes trying to get to a fucking big load of meteors. Yeah. Um, you can just, you're almost immediately at one. You can just farm loads of shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Whee! Really fucking good. Yeah, I need to play a bit more of it, but I've been playing Dead Cells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have. Mm. But um, but no, it's it's not quite the classic, or it, it's not quite the genre divine, divi- defining game that we were promised in the beginning, but it's so much closer and so much better than yeah, they're still updating as well. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be loads of shit added. Yeah, and like it's, it's really... got a different direction to um, Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous has built up a like a whole load of like interplanetary law yeah. going on, whereas this is more like it's got law and stuff, but it's like it's not feeding, it's not telling you stories. Is anyone playing yeah. Elite Dangerous? Yeah, Elite Dangerous is doing really well. Is it really? Yeah, it's really popular on yeah. PC. I'm guessing, yeah. but not on consoles. Yeah, I don't know about on consoles. Yeah, but on PC, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't even know if it's if it's the full version on consoles yet. Yeah, I think they're always a little bit behind. Elite Dangerous is fucking good. Is it really? Yeah, it's, but it, it seems takes like, a lot of getting the hang of. Those. It seems like it, it seems almost like Eve. Yeah, but not shit. <laughs> it seems like Eve, but without we've... a horrible community. <laughs> yeah, it seems like Eve, but without the the planet. Well, it's got the planet exploration as well, hasn't it? Yeah, they added that in yeah. later. Yeah, it's not as immediate as um, No Man's Sky type thing. That was just like, no, <laughs> and also it's not survival based. Yeah. It's only you just yeah. go to planets to go. Meet. It's more about you doing like a role play. That's yeah. what it's more about. Whereas No Man's Sky is more a survival exploration thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, Elite Dangerous is more like you're playing the role of a smuggler or a bounty hunter or you know something like that. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I like about No Man's Sky is it just it feels fun. Yeah, it feels fun and a little. You know, that's great like prog rock album cover scenery as well. Yeah, just I was like going to say, I was gonna say yeah. it's like the perfect perfect game if you want to put Rush on. Yeah, no, like, I'd say yes, a bit of yes. Yeah, but yeah. but um, have you had the planets gym. where the filter, color filter changes when you land on it? Yeah, I've got like red, like the whole. Red and yeah, stuff. it's not. It's not just like the ground changes. It's like everything changes yeah. to match the this sunlight, weird the sunlight, and the cloud system. Yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah. loads of loads of really interesting little bits and pieces. Like yeah. I found a planet that like had blue grass and blue leaves and yeah. everything else, but red ground. Oh, so it was like this weird like that looks like sense. an album cover. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's got it's good stuff, and the see mountains seem to be a lot higher now, and yeah. things like that. You can build to fucking stupid amounts. Well, you have to build up high enough so you can just go straight to the space station. Well, have you seen that some people <laughs> have like tested how high they can build? And it's nearly unlimited. Yeah, like it's like it gets stupidly big. Like nice. you would never need to build anything as big as you can make. <laughs> yeah, they've made a giant giant Sean Sean Murray. <laughs> Someone's made a big portrait of Sean Murray on the planet. I saw someone made a Mario. Like yeah. a, like out of the blocks. I might do something like that. I might make a Mega Man. Yeah. 
Yeah, as long as you can get the sentinels off you long enough. I guess if you go in creative mode, you don't need to worry about that shit, do you? No, no. no. Yeah. I wonder if creative mode carries over to the normal world. No, no, it's a separate thing. Separate server. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm looking, like I'm going to keep my normal game, which is the one where I'm trying to play through the story and have a bit of fun. Mm. I'm going to do a survival one soon. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's been really good. I'm really impressed. It's definitely a lot better. It's come along a lot, a lot, a lot more than I expected. When I first played it, I was just completely lost on it the first few times. But the, when I when they did that Atlas Rising update last year, mm. like I went, oh, I know what I'm doing now. I've got a bit more of an idea and I can follow it. And now the new version, it just fleshes out stuff a lot more. And- when I first played it, jetpack ran out yeah. too quick. Your oxygen level was always a fucking always quickly diminishing. Yeah. You couldn't really work out what the fuck you needed for what. You couldn't really work out what contained what. You'd scan stuff and it'd be like, oh, sodium, cobalt. And, and then you'd go into your inventory and you'd be like, I've got a ton of shit that I can never make anything with. Yeah. And like ferrite dust, you got pure ferrite and then you had to, I th- I'm pretty sure originally you had to, you had to either downgrade something to get ferrite dust or something along those lines. Yeah. I can't remember. And that's but just in rocks. Yeah. yeah. Before it was just like, it was just a bit, and it was obviously, it was obviously meant to be like, it was meant to be like a kid with a puzzle. Yeah, they like wanted to create an ecosystem and yeah. everything, but it was a bit too Every time you twist it, troublesome. you reveal something, but you also ask more questions. And you twist but it. But now it's oh. just like, oh, you want something, you know, yeah. you can get copy, you put it in the oh, look, refiner. Oh, you've got the thing you want. I found this recipe for strudel. Yeah. It's good but stuff. Yeah, I really like it. <laughs> Disgusting. Peak in the audio, you're fucking sneezing bollocks. No, no, right. So you're done, yeah? Yeah. Yay! We successfully completed another episode of Critics Apocalypse. Yay! Thank you everyone for listening. As always, if you want to get in t- touch with us, you can do so via Twitter. If you want to send us money. That is LV54SpaceMonkey. Um, send us money. I am Crit Apocalypse on Twitter. And is also on YouTube as the most popular Mellow Gaming channel called simply Mellow Gaming. Currently yeah. at 700 subscribers. 702. 702 subscribers. Yeah. He also has a Patreon if you wish to donate to anything that he does. He also has your Super Sentai show. What's the YouTube channel? What, you just forgot on the name? You give me that indecipherable name now, you son of a bitch. It's Reacting Sentai Yoppa Ranger. Yeah, great. Yeah, I'm going to remember that one. Yeah. If you can't remember that just one, Anne an will include a link. should watch it. Anne will include a link, but feel free to listen to that. It's a great, great load of fun. It's him and a friend just reviewing Power Rangers. Super Sentai. Power Rangers. We haven't got to the one yet where people straight up get fucking murdered in the first few minutes. Look, right. I'm going to load that one up soon, actually. I, I just remember the crow people of Planet Ooze. Crow people. They weren't from the ooze. They were in season three of Power Rangers. No, do you know the crow people in the movie? They didn't have the crow people in the oh, movie. Even ooze. They had purple. No, purple dudes. Crow people came down when they got to that planet. The woman used her her crazy sticks to make noise, and then the bird people flew off. Oh, that was yeah. They're the monsters. That no, are right, don't in try and justify the fact that I knew something about Power, Power Rangers. Rangers that I knew something about Power Rangers that you can remember. So, can't be that great a commentary, can it? Still give it a listen. <laughs> As always, Trump fucks kids and so do the Proud Boys. Mm. Bunch of fucking stupid cunts. Proud Boys. Proud of what? What have they done? Sure, their mums are really proud of their braces and boots. Fucking ridiculous. Like, what would you name... Like, you're going to start a racist organisation. You might as well call it someone, someone like fucking Snake Handlers. Like, yeah, something cool. Yeah, like Piston Arms. Incels. <laughs> Incels. Those aren't Nazis. That's the names they can call. Those aren't Nazis. They're, they're people that suffer from mental illness. Nazi adjacent. No, they're people that suffer from mental illness and they clearly aren't getting the help they need. A lot of those people, there's a really high rate of suicide. Now, 
I know that like we make fucking jokes about stuff, but the incel community, like someone needs to help some of those people because they aren't in that because there, there has to be, there has to be something wrong with their brains when they associate the only, like, you know, misogynist twats. They're not like, but that's the problem. Like, and why would you call yourself such a cell phone as incel? I, uh, this is the thing, right? I've watched, I've watched so many things and I've read shit and they're clearly, they are giving off clear signs as mental illness there. Mm. And it's always, and it's always stupid shit that they say and the way they draw, the simplified way that they draw their shit and, and the way their minds work. Like, I'm not getting something but thus Trump someone supporters. else must to get. I don't think they're always Trump supporters, dude. I, uh, this is the thing. This is the problem, right? Nazis are out now, dickheads who go march in a group and go, I'm proud because I'm white and I'm better than everyone else, even though I've got fucking diabetes and I'm dying and I'm a prick and I'm a fucking cunt. Incels go, oh, well, I'm not getting something. Someone else is getting it. And I imagine that the person that's getting it is this thing that I've got in my mind, this horrible creature they that think I've think women purposely choose to not <laughs> no no they they've diminished their value to a point where they've created this fucking ideal man to them it could be it could be these are people that have been been fucking horribly abused by their parents and told that homosexuality is wrong it could be homosexuals that are like going like well we don't want to see me like there's so much shit that could be going on and those poor people that's not like that isn't I'm not saying that all incels are like this some of them are the fucking Trump supporters and yeah, things exactly. like that Fuck but, but a lot of them are just young teenage kids who are suffering from shit like the people who that's because they get recruited by those people I know I know and like you've got to remember there's people being recruited and there's people that are actually just nasty fucking pieces of shit it's the Nazis use the incel stuff to try and grab new supporters I know but it's just fucking so sad to um, yeah well you should um, infiltrate them and start a new cult I could be I could be the Harry Potter you could be a cult Harry Potter I could be the Harry Potter I could be Imperium you could be the you could be the Joseph Fritzl Oh yeah, I don't want that. No. I want to be. I want to be the You'd guy. Be the guy from. I'm um, trying to save him. Red State. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I genuinely Michael, like Michael. Michael Park. Yeah, Michael yeah. Park. He sadly yeah. died last year. Ah, oh, he's dead. Um. Anyway, but yeah, end no, of podcast. Like, it is. It's almost it is, two hours again. Is, that's the problem, though. Like, it's. Uh, it's yes, not... two hours is a problem. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Fine. But anyway, if you if you are going for anything where you're thinking suicidal thoughts, because there is a high rate of suicide within the incel community. Remember to reach out. I know that every aspect of your life will tell you not to do this. It's a sign of weakness. That's not true. Try and find someone. There'll be people out there. Try not to go towards the Nazi community. Try and find someone who is actually trained to handle that sort of thing. Mental health is serious and it's not something I like to joke about. And fine, whatever. Gone. Fucking what? End of the podcast. Trump still fucks kids. Nazi sympathizer. I'm not a Nazi sympathizer. <laughs>